is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves and dial in toll-free at 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can join us on our website. And I mean it. You really can now because the website's back online. Finally, after what may be the most extended absence of the freetalklive.com website in its nearly 10-year history. Yeah, it wasn't it's, a good. It wasn't a good two or three days. It was well. It was actually about twenty eight hours or so uh, before things were bumpy uh, for a while before that. Too. Right. Yeah. Everything kind of came crashing in all at the same moment. It was one of those when it rains it pours moments. Anybody that uh, I'm sure a lot of people have experienced this. It's kind of almost like a Murphy's law of uh, of technology that whenever you go on vacation is when everything breaks. Have you ever noticed this? <laughs> um, I know it happens It happens for you. It sure feels like it happens. I mean, it doesn't happen all the time, every time, but it, man, when it happens, it sh- sure does feel like, what is going on here? Everything works fine. Every other week of the year, the one week you take off for vacation, it all comes crashing down. And what happened was our administrator, uh, Michael Hampton from HomelandStupidity.us, uh, he decided he was going to go on a hike of the Appalachian Trail. Again? <laughs> yeah. He's well, hiked the whole thing. Has he done the whole thing before? He did the whole thing before. I guess he's going to be gone for a while then. Because he just went up and disappeared. Sometimes he does that. And uh, I had no idea that was happening. So I like got left in the lurch, had to get in touch. Luckily, we have some other administrators that uh, I can call upon. And thankfully, we're able to get the uh, the website back online. So it's there now. And you can go to freetalklive.com and uh, enjoy all the features there. And, of course, it's free. Since it's free, we don't owe you any refunds <laughs> because you didn't pay for it. So uh, head on over and you can get interactive lots of different ways. We'll tell you more about that as the show goes on. But the most important way is by actually creating the content on the site. So what you see there was put there by listeners like you. And actually, as of this point, it's a couple days old because no one's been able to get on the site for the last couple days. So uh, feel free to jump in and submit your show prep to the site and then other people will vote on it. And the most voted up, make it to the front page and the top of the site over at freetalklive.com. So head over there, get interactive, and all of the other uh, sites that are sort of tangentially related are also back online, including LRN.FM, uh, Freekeen.com, and ShireSociety.com. So there you have it. Uh, there's stuff in the news here that we haven't really talked about in any detail on Free Talk Live, and I think that it's it's interesting, this Secret Service scandal. Apparently there was some Secret Service agents, as I understand it, who... At least one. Was it more than one agent, Mark? I think there were six involved totally. Six agents. Six have been let go. These guys apparently were in a different country. Colombia or something? Where uh, they, in this country, prostitution is uh, not restricted like it is here in the United States. If it's illegal, it's certainly not uh, enforced. And so I guess they took uh, advantage of, yeah, what's Columbia here? They took advantage of that and hired themselves some prostitutes. I didn't hear any uh, allegations that they did it with like a state credit card or anything like that. It was just their own money, right? The, uh, they, apparently the prostitutes came in, con- quote unquote, contact with state secrets. Oh, really? So, I mean, if these prostitutes had been um, spies. North Korean spies or something like that, then I suppose that it could be a big deal. But. What does contact mean? I mean, they were in the same hotel room with state secrets. Good question. And if the guy went to the bathroom or something like that, then they could rummage through his stuff as though this was uh, some cheap spy thriller. Or did one of the agents uh, pull up secret files and show his new girlfriends uh, how cool he was? I can't imagine. That one sounds pretty iffy, doesn't it? (laughs) I mean, it, it really just sounds like she was in the room with the microfilm. 
<laughs> so there's an update on this case apparently from the Telegraph over at the in the UK. Secret Service prostitution scandal deepens as supervisors' roles in Obama visit revealed. They actually have uh, some funny pictures here. One of them is of uh, the Secret Service agent with two prostitutes uh, on uh, kissing him, one on one side, one cheek, the other on the other cheek. That can't be cheap. Uh, and I guess he's apparently married as well. So <laughs> well, that's, that isn't going to go well either. <laughs> Not for much longer. <laughs> right. Philip Sherwell writes at the Telegraph, alarming questions about the reliability and discretion of the elite bodyguard unit tasks with, tasked with protecting the lives of America. So what is it? Discretion and what? And uh, disc- about the reliability, reliability and discretion. Reliability and discretion. Apparently, if you so, have sex with a prostitute, you're no longer reliable. I, uh, yeah, I don't understand that. Okay. Uh, but really, okay, so because he cheated on his wife, he's not reliable? I, it's, it seems like seems it's really like pushing it to me. Yeah. Uh, so they were being asked, excuse me, these questions were being asked as it, appearing, as it appeared increasingly clear that the carousing and womanizing was not a one-off. Americans were shocked to learn that the two of the so-called dirty dozen the of agents... On, the, the, the ladies that were talking on CNN about this were shocked. I mean, I'm telling you, they were, they were shocked and appalled by this story. And I never... I, it, like, it just kept on playing and playing. I'm looking where... Shock me. Appall me. Prostitutes? I mean, if these guys were in Nevada... Would this be a problem? That is a good question. I would say it would be a problem because there is this attitude in this country. That's what why these people are either shocked or feigning being shocked. Because there's this attitude of puritanism that comes from a long time ago where people were very, very repressed sexually and so still were, are. If they were just smooth talkers at a bar in Colombia, would, would it be a problem? I mean, and they were single? No, it wouldn't be a problem. Something is, is, people have this issue with the idea of paying for sex. Like, if you can go smooth talk a woman, buy her some drinks in a bar, that's okay. It's okay to have sex, but it's not okay to have sex to work for money, right? Right. That's according to, at least this, I I don't agree with that. I think it's fine. If you want to go and uh, charge for your services and you can get people to pay for them, by all means. I think that's fantastic. Uh, but a lot of people seem to have a real objection with the idea. Now, of course, we also know that some people have an objection to the idea of having sex outside of marriage, too. So there's all manner of different... Uh, that one's been pretty pretty much torn down. Now, I don't think that it's it's not cool, in my opinion, that the, you know, if, if, he's got, if he doesn't have some arrangement with his wife that he goes uh, about having sex with prostitutes, but... You know, that's between him and his wife, in my sure. opinion. Not It doesn't really have anything to do with his reliability to the United States government. Yeah, and you know me. Which I'm I the, consider to be a highly unreliable organization. I'm the first person to jump down government agents' throats for behaving badly. But if they're not doing this with the state credit card on the clock, then I don't see what the big deal is. I really don't. Maybe they consider Secret Service agents to always be on the clock. That's nonsense. Yeah, sure. I mean, they're sleeping on the clock. Does that mean he also can't play video games on the clock, too? Are there no leisure activities that are acceptable while you're on the clock, if you're on the clock 24-7? Nonsense. So uh, it has emerged now that one of these men, David Cheney, who is married, posted photographs on his public Facebook page of him partying with the scantily clad women and guarding Sarah Palin. He joked that he was really checking out the former vice presidential candidate in a comment beneath the picture. The revelation increases the fear that far from being a one-off event, such behavior may have continued apparently unchecked for many years. Well, no kidding. Usually when it comes to the cops being caught doing something, 
they like to play it off as a, oh, it's a few bad apples. No, this never happens around these parts. It's a gr- we're a good department, and these are just a couple bad apples. No, sir, we are just fine without them. Uh, as though they would never have done anything like this. It's like, oh, well, this was a one-off. Trust us. So behavior is a pattern. Is that what you're saying? Absolutely. This is not the first time these guys did this. It's not the first time some cop beat somebody. It's not the first time a cop sold drugs. I don't see how that's the same stuff. It's all considered uh, untoward behavior by the police, things that they aren't supposed to do with their power and their positions. Uh, They're not supposed to. I mean, cops aren't supposed to use their badge and their uniform to pick up women alongside of the road and have sex with them. You know, they're not supposed to do those sorts of things. They're not supposed to steal drugs from drug dealers and sell them on the black market, but they do these things. And the first time all of them, some some of them do. The first time one of them gets caught, it gets done. It's acted. It's acts. You know, the cops, the higher ups, they act like, well, my goodness, we never saw this coming. Nothing like this ever happens in this department. And it's nonsense. As if it didn't happen in that department when they were coming up. Is that what you're saying? As if it didn't happen in that department two years before with the same officer and that they, they weren't aware of it or, or they didn't cover up for him or something like that. I mean, they're, yes, these things do happen. And especially men who are lonely on a trip down to some other country. Where it's legal, where prostitution's legal. Right, where they can legally do these things. They are going to do these things. The posting of these pictures on his Facebook page is what makes me very interesting. Maybe his wife's okay with it. Maybe his wife knows that maybe they have like an open relationship or swingers or something like that. Could be. And uh, I mean, obviously, if he's going to post it on his Facebook page, I would think his wife is likely going to be aware that he has a Facebook page. I don't know. You would think. 855-453. Good thing to keep an eye on. The SACL CAI toll-free line. So what's wrong with the Secret Service agents having sex with prostitutes. 855. In every age, a technology is created that upends the foundations of society. The wheel, the printing press, the internet. Now, in a world sliding into financial chaos, a new technology is changing the way monetary systems work around the world. It is called Bitcoin. Bitcoin is a new form of money, controlled not by banks, governments, or corporations, but through mutual commerce between free individuals. To learn more, visit WeUseCoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. You can take control of the airwaves. Live Saturday edition of the program here at 855-453. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, 1-855-450-3733. Join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. We've got archives. They go all the way back to late 2006, and they are all free at freetalklive.com. So head over there. Enjoy those on us, freetalklive.com. You can get your Liberty message out to thousands of people a month for fractions of a penny apiece. You can do it from the back of your car with libertystickers.com. They've got hundreds and hundreds of different Liberty sayings over there at libertystickers.com. You should just go and just start reading some of them. I, it could keep you occupied for quite some time. Libertystickers.com. They'll, uh, you could get the, the stickers in bulk and sell them at your retail store. They'll actually make custom stickers for your business, band, or church, or whatever it is that you need them for. Libertystickers.com. 
LibertyStickers.com. Check them out. Let your voice be heard. LibertyStickers.com. All right. Would love to have your thoughts on this Secret Service scandal as uh, some of their agents have been outed for using the services of prostitutes. Uh, one of the guys who took a picture of himself between two prostitutes were kissing his cheeks and posted it to his Facebook page. Also posted a photo of him guarding Sarah Palin where he joked that he was really checking out the former vice presidential candidate in a comment below the picture. As is pointed out here in the piece over The Telegraph in the UK, uh, the revelation increases the fear that far from being a one-off event, such behavior may have continued apparently unchecked for many years. Which behavior are we talking about? The idea of uh, these men having sexual thoughts and acting upon them. Is that what the problem is? That is, is problem, absolutely the, the problem. Police officers and law enforcement officers might have uh, sexual needs and desires? Is that, that is it. They're supposed to, I guess, pretend like they don't have them. Every and, time we hear some story about a police not every time, I shouldn't say this, uh, a law enforcement officer being fired, it generally has something to do with something that's sexually oriented. Yeah, exactly. They can kill, they can maim, they can uh, hurt, uh, they can destroy, but uh, if they have sex or appear in their front front lawn mowing their lawn in their underwear, as we saw in one recent sexual, story. That's still a sexualized thing as, as, as far as the... Anything that has goes. to do with, with nudity or sexuality or anything like that is just completely verboten. Let's go to you and your thoughts. Justin is listening in Charleston. The phone number here, by the way, 855-453, listening to WVTS in West Virginia. Hello, Justin. Justin? Going once. Justin going twice. I don't know if Justin is there. there he is. Go ahead, sir. We have you. Hey, man. Hey, man. Sorry about that. No, it's probably hey, not your fault. Go ahead. the show. First-time caller. Welcome. Um, Man, I just wanted to say, I'm so glad you guys are thinking this way because, I mean, infidelity is no stranger to the White House, you know? I mean, and I just hate that everybody was so shocked. I mean, I'm not a fan of this agency at all, but it's no stranger. And just the fact that everybody is so shocked, it's just like, get over it. <laughs> yeah, they were saying that you the know? Secret Service was providing people, women, to uh, JFK is the story. and Exactly. Uh, I was about to say, and, you know, Clinton, all the stuff that happened with that, and it's just... I just think it's silly that people are just, you know, they need, we need to be focusing on other issues. And I mean, are their lives so boring and so bland where they're <laughs> just so concerned with who's having sex with who as far as within some bureaucracy? I mean, do we care? Yeah. Do we care who in the military ha- has sex with people? It's, it's a planet of yeah. six billion hairless yeah. monkeys. I mean, of course they're having sex. <laughs> I know, that's what people do, and guys mess up, man. I mean, that's just, it happens, and uh, I don't know, I just think we need to be, you know, they need to be talking about other issues that are a lot more important, because this stuff, it happens. Um, But yeah, thanks guys for taking my call, I really appreciate it. Our pleasure, Justin, thanks for listening, and thanks for making... Do you guys guys like the Black Keys? What's that? It's a band. I've I've heard a couple of songs by them, and I thought that it was just fine. I have not ever heard yeah. of them, but that's because I don't really pay attention to the music right. scene. So Arts and entertainment okay, questions, sure. the uh, the culture yeah. and entertainment questions <laughs> on Trivial Pursuit confuse us. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks, can Justin. Can I do a little plug for my band real quick? Okay, go ahead, quick. Okay, uh, if you guys are fans of uh, the Black Keys or Kings of Leon, go to our Twitter and uh, check out uh, Blue Ring Music. And um, also on Facebook, Blurring Music. All right, next uh, time you got to buy an ad. Thanks for the call, Justin. <laughs> 855-453-SACL-CAI toll-free line. We'll go on with your calls here, but one more uh, quote uh, from this article. U.S. diplomats are concerned about the impact on the country's image abroad. Really? 
oh, so bombing other people, that doesn't impact the country's image abroad. Killing, burning people's houses down, raping, uh, you know, teenage girls, uh, you know, you name it. All these horrible things, killing grandmothers, killing children. The execution the, of what was it, 18 people? Right, uh, putting innocent in people in Guantanamo Bay, torturing people. These, This is not to be concerned with. This does not affect our image abroad. But somebody having sex with a prostitute? Hold the presses. We've got to put a stop to this. We need to crack down. We've got to have uh, checks and balances. We can't be having well, this. Generally, when these stories that you're referring to, the Abu Ghraib and the uh, the village and stuff like that, people got punishment. As, Only after they came out. These were officially. Well, that's all that, that's, in this case, they're getting punishment after the, the stories have come out. I agree with you. But, do you, but I didn't mention Abu Ghraib. I was just talking about some of the things they do regularly. You're talking you, war has to. These war, are things that have yes. to do with war. When you go to war, people get killed. People right. get they get uh, molested. They get raped. They get uh, tortured. These things come with the the, the territory of war, Agreed. and everybody's okay with that. Well, I don't I mean everybody, but plenty people of people want a more, are. Uh, I think that here in the United States, they want a more sterile war, and there have been you know there's historical instances of armies being run in you know more and less uh, sort of regimented fashion and i you know the united states uh, regu- regular citizens do not brook that kind of behavior from their soldiers and if they're caught they're expected to serve time or whatever be executed depending on what the situation is yeah, but many of these people don't end up serving time. Uh, in the uh, the case of the the guys that were like the death squad the guys, kill team. yeah, I mean they all rolled over on the one dude, and then what happened to him? It wasn't that much, right? If I'm recalling correctly, I'd have to look that up. Yeah, but. No, I mean the, most of them didn't get any punishment for what they did. Eight five five four fifty free, but boy, that- you go have sex with a prostitute, and your career's over. I think that the meddling in other countries' business, especially in the area of uh, threatening with uh, weapons of war and then, you know, using those weapons of war, I think that that probably creates a much worse image for the Absolutely. United States than uh, a few Secret Service agents uh, partying down when they're in Colombia. Let's go to Robert, listening in Huntsville to WBHP. Hello, Robert. You're on free talk. Hello. Hey. How, you, how are you guys on, doing? Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, just want to jump in a quick comment. You know, I think it's a little different simply because, you know, obviously we all, and I I agree with you, the universal attraction of sex is is going to be on everybody's mind, and come on, you know, you can go overboard with uh, trying to police that. But I think in certain circumstances, certainly you've got to be careful with certain high-end individuals with inside information or that type of thing, you know, being – being being easy to to be on the take, if you know what I'm saying. So if they're, you know, if they're getting into squabbles with prostitutes and and all of that, I mean, so how how inebriated you know can they be to get in a certain situation where these prostitutes may be planted and giving out information that type of thing? So I think it has to be somewhat of a happy medium in regards to that. I get the point that you're, I get the point you're making. I don't know how much classified information that the Secret Service is in, but, you know, I wonder how many checks and balances the United States spies, the CIA, the NSA, these, these people that have, uh, you know, human assets on the ground, that there's no overview, because this is basically a press issue. These guys got caught by the press, not by their bosses or anything I'll bring it back here in a moment, Robert, if you'd like to continue your comments. 855-450-FREE if you would like to jump in here and and uh, add your thoughts to the mix. one 855 Free Talk Live. Are you looking for camping, hunting, or shooting gear? 
ManVentureOutpost.com carries knives, ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, fish finders, and boating equipment from manufacturers like Aimpoint, Bushnell, Otterbox, Crimson Trace, K-Bar, Remington, Streamlight, Winchester, and more. ManVentureOutpost.com. Family owned and members of the Better Business Bureau. Prices so low, some can't be advertised. Get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. Get it quick. Get it from ManVentureOutpost.com. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. We're here to take your calls about what you want, though at the moment the topic on the table is the Secret Service and some of their predilections for prostitutes and what that has resulted in the controversy that has uh, come up around it. 855-450-FREE is the number. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. You can, of course, join us over at freetalklive.com, where, thankfully, our site is back online after an extended outage uh, due to a hardware failure. Uh, but we're back, and everything looks like it's working. So you can go to cam.freetalklive.com to watch the show and also interact with other Free Talk Live listeners as the chat room is built into the same page as the webcam. So go to cam.freetalklive.com. One of the great things that's come out of the Ron Paul revolution is a bunch of liberty-oriented music. Prior to 2008, people were always asking us on Free Talk Live, where where do we find liberty-oriented music? And the only answer we really had was like, I hear the guy from Brush is libertarian or something. And, you know, now when you go to cdbaby.com where Raja Mojo is uh, climbing up the charts, you can get liberty-oriented music right at cdbaby.com. It costs 79 cents a download. It's easy to do. So for $3.16, you can get every song that uh, Raja Mojo puts out. And you can help other folks find the message of liberty through music by keeping them at the top of the charts. You know, people people have been buying Raja Mojo's stuff, and they're they're number one in retro rock. Actually, number two. They got two songs in there. Also, uh, '70s rock, intelligent dance music. Uh, they're doing good in folk rock and hard rock, and in political, uh, including another liberty artist. Uh, they they're five out of the ten. Number one, number top ten slots are in the political category. In the political category, are liberty oriented music. This is how people find the message of liberty through the these uh, sort of social mediums. Go to cdbaby.com and listen to the songs Raja Mojo has at uh, YouTube. Go to cdbaby.com and buy them. It's Raja Mojo at cdbaby.com. So we're talking about the uh, Secret Service. There's been quite a bit of controversy around, I guess, certain agents. Uh, in the Columbia, I guess on some sort of Columbia duty, uh, going and, in, and carousing with prostitutes. Doing their duty. And they're uh, presumably not on the clock at the time. Uh, even if if they were on the clock, yeah, that would make sense. Be a, it would be inappropriate for them to do that uh, because, you know, you have responsibilities when you're on the clock and you should be attending to those. But if you're not on the clock, then whose business is it what you spend your time doing? Nobody's business. And, you know, if they want to go out and have sex with a prostitute, that's their risk. They're the ones who are going to be suffering the consequences if they end up uh, contracting some sort of sexually transmitted disease. And in theory, that shouldn't really affect their ability to do their job. So I don't get it. Maybe you do. What, what's the problem here? 855-450-FREE. Robert in Huntsville was telling us, and he's still here with us, by the way. Robert, uh, welcome back to the show. You were saying that you were concerned that maybe the prostitutes could be a plant, that they uh, may have had some sort of access to secret data. Uh, and I have to ask to that, to that point, if I were wanting to plant some woman in with a uh, horny Secret Service agent to try to get some data out of him, why would I masquerade as a prostitute? Why not just go up to him in a bar and uh, you know, offer to have sex with him? 
I mean, wouldn't that be an easier way to get uh, get him into your hotel room? Well, you know, I don't know that game very well, but well, if but you're a woman, it's do, not much of a game. If you're an attractive woman, know. it's it's not really a game. You can just pretty much right. do it. Yeah, I, and I, I, this is the thing. I, you know, I don't know the different avenues that people could use. I do know this as a headhunter, which is you know what I do for a living. I'm going to assume that you recruit people for jobs and you don't actually chop their heads off, right? Right, exactly. Not okay. not yet, uh, but. Uh, <laughs> So, in my line of in my line of work, a lot of folks, uh, especially down here in in Alabama, in Huntsville, Alabama, they you know we deal with a lot of secret, top secret clearances and what have you. And, and one of them, uh, one of the biggies, and I, it was kind of surprising to me when I first got you know uh, got working at this. But you know, what's their credit like? So, what's their credit? I'm like thinking, gosh, man, I mean, why is that such a big deal? And that is one of the biggest deals because, again, if they sniff out that someone's desperate money-wise, they're on the take, then they're more apt to give up secrets that they normally wouldn't. Um, just, just food for thought. Sure, I, sure. You know, I got yeah. it. I mean, absolutely. But it would seem like you know whatever a you know a foreign a, Natasha could get from uh, from from our secret service agents, which doesn't hopefully isn't that much. They just go places and follow orders for the most but part. Whatever she could get, it would seem like uh, you know they, it wouldn't take too much for them just to have an engaging conversation with the guy in the bar, slip his hotel key out of his uh, his pocket or whatever, and then one of them goes off to his hotel room. While the other two keep him engaged in conversation. So I guess if the fear is that they're going to get worked by some kind of a double agent or secret agent or whatever, then w- should they be at all able to engage in any sort of sexual activity, whether it's paid or not? Should they be completely chased? What about alcohol? I mean, that's the biggest oh, problem here. <laughs> right. That's right. I, and you know, right. It's a. It's a. Look, it, it is. I think you got to look at the circumstances as a whole, and everybody's got to keep a level head. And like you say, when the press gets involved, I mean, there is no normalcy right. to, to any of this. Their heads have to be but, chopped but off watch for this. The movie, watch the movie Hostel. <laughs> you can see all kinds of strange stuff. Uh, I, I, you guys saw that movie? Yeah. I have not. I heard it. it's grotesque, though. Oh, my goodness. It's You can easily see, I mean, just talking about the sex uh part of it where you you can you can be led astray fairly easily if put in the right circumstance no doubt they i you know i hear that they have these services the pis have moved to these services of essentially women who want to divorce their husbands uh, sending in uh, attractive ladies to hit on their husbands and seeing how they react and then they've got the video (laughs) Uh, and then that's it i mean boom uh, case closed it's that that's a tough situation to be put in thanks for the call robert appreciate hearing from you your thoughts 40 year old fat guy gets uh, some 21 year old girl coming and yeah. hit on, hitting on him what do you think's going to happen one 855 you can uh, take control of the airwaves here john listening in indy to wxnt john you're on free talk live at the end and mark gentlemen how are you doing today john, great what's on your mind <clears throat> well i'm a i'm a frequent uh user of colombian prostitutes really <laughs> travel quite frequently down there and this how going to be a good story Go so, ahead. It, so it is legal then uh, prostitution in colombia it's very, very much legal, yes, sir. Is What's, it legal or just ignored? It's legal. Okay. So now, does that mean they have uh, just open brothels on the streets, uh, or are, what's the scene? Well, most of the girls that I associate with are what I call freelancers. They're basically single mothers that that work for themselves. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So they are. And, they're doing. They're coming to your hotel room. They're in. Is that in call or out call? Uh, well, I'd meet them at bars and uh, clubs, and then I'd take them back to my apartment, or my hotel. 
Now, I'm I'm in I'm in agreement with you about what a guy does on his own business is his business if he's off the clock or whatever. But I should think you are. Secrets, <laughs> yeah. But Secret Service men, um, what you're not aware of is in Colombia they have this drug called uh, Devil's Breath. It, it's a uh, I forget the full name. It's scopolamine or something like that. It looks like cocaine, but if if you're if they they can put it on their lips and kiss you and you can be under the influence of it or they can blow it on you like a, a dust or something and it makes you totally open to suggestion. Really, I've had friends that have been under the influence of this that have actually helped criminals clean their whole apartment out. Wow, fascinating! And, that is fascinating. And, and, and look, if you if you Google it or something, there was an expose on CNN or somewhere where, where a couple of guys went down there and actually um, got with a drug dealer and actually purchased some of this material. And it's a it's from a plant similar like cocaine. Mm-hmm. I forget the name of the plant, but anyway, it it makes you totally open to suggestion. You actually do whatever they tell you. My friend, well, they'll be putting that stuff in the water pretty soon. Devil's Breath, uh, <laughs> also known as Burundanga. This is from Urban Dictionary. Arguably the world's most sinister drug under its influence. You remain lucid and articulate, yet absolutely compliant to any suggestion. When your trip That's is it. over, you have no recollection of what has transpired. The Devil's Breath is a mixture of scopolamine, a chemical that was experimented with for its inter- interrogative properties by both the CIA and Joseph Mengele. For at least the past two decades, Burundanga has been a major component of C- Colombia's criminal element. Fascinating. I'd never heard of that before. Thank you. You learn something new every night here on uh, Free Talk Live, John. And so I, I guess what you're saying is that uh, they should be extra careful down there because this this drug is is no stranger to uh, the people that want to get information from well, somebody. Well, I can tell you, it's a small world now. That stuff's going everywhere. Yep. Thanks, John, for the call. 855-450-FREE. You can believe the intelligence agencies have got that stuff and they're using it then. Yep. 1-855-450-3733. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want. Your thoughts on the Secret Service or whatever's on your mind free talk live do you have a product or service that you can sell to a national audience free talk live is a nationally syndicated radio program on more than 100 radio stations coast to coast we've been named to talkers magazine's heavy hundred list that's the 100 most important radio talk shows in the nation thrice and five times the best political podcast from podcastawards.com you can have access to our more than 100 radio stations and our large and loyal podcast audience for less than a thousand dollars a month contact me Mark at freetalklive.com. This is Free Talk Live, the live Saturday edition of the program. You can take control of the airwaves here at 855-450-FREE. It's the SACL CAI toll-free line, and you can join us over on our website at freetalklive.com. If you enjoy the site and you like the fact that we give it away, you can become a Free Talk Live amplifier and help us get Free Talk Live on more great radio stations around the country, bring more internet listeners on board, and expose new people to the ideas of freedom. You can do that by becoming an amplifier at amp.freetalklive.com. AMP stands for Advertise, Market, and Promote. And the idea is simple. Your three bucks a month gets combined together with other people's uh, contributions, and then we use that money to advertise the show, get on more stations, etc., and you get perks, too, like access to the AMP-only call-in lines, the AMP-only podcast and forum. Go get the details and get signed up at amp.freetalklive.com, A-M-P, amp.freetalklive.com. The Secret Service agents, a number of them have been busted 
for apparently one of them really wasn't too concerned about it because he was posting pictures on Facebook of him <laughs> carousing with prostitutes. Uh, but a number of them busted for carousing with prostitutes down in Colombia, where it's completely legal uh, to do so. And the idea here is that uh, it's apparently bad for the country's image abroad. So don't worry about the fact that the U.S. government is murdering people abroad in its various different wars. Uh, that's fine, apparently, for the country's image. But a handful of uh, Secret Service agents acting on their instincts to procreate are going and having sex with prostitutes. And apparently that's a huge scandal and the end of the world. And we've really yet to hear from somebody who has this moral outrage because this this news article here from the Telegraph says that people were outraged. They were shocked uh, in this country. And I, I don't think any of the callers yet have expressed shock. I mean, there's maybe a concern for the s- secret information that some of these men might have had a hold of, perhaps, that perhaps the prostitutes could have had access to. Maybe. You know, that's like the most long-distance concern that uh, that we've heard. And there's nothing really that's immediately outwritten. Like, no, Nobody's called with the uh, the feigned outrage or any level of outrage on this. And maybe the are those people out there tonight? Are you out there? 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And if it's bad for the Secret Service to be having sex with prostitutes, is it also bad for them to be having sex, period? Should they no longer be allowed to go to a bar while on duty in Colombia? Well, you know, when you buy sex from a prostitute, your chances of uh, actually having sex are significantly higher than going to a bar. So That's maybe, true. maybe people like the idea of drunk uh, secret servicemen striking out. <laughs> Let's go to Mike, listening in Albuquerque to XM Satellite Radio's Extreme Talk. Hello, Mike. Hi, guys. Hey, hey I'm, I'm uh, on my way home. So I've been out for 31 days, so I'm a little irritated right now. But I hope that you guys don't think that I'm mad at you, but you, you guys are making this an issue. You're right. It doesn't matter. It, who cares? Nobody cares. I've been listening to this 11 hours a day for the last four days. Right. Nobody cares. This is the deal. The day before this came out, Obama signed Executive Order 13087 or 13078. I can't remember which. And it, it gives a little bit more teeth to the NDAA. Nobody, that's mm. the reason why these things come out. It's, it's purely... A diversion. You're saying Nothing it's a distraction. Else. Well, you know, we it's haven't been talking about this this at all, really, on our program. And people aren't really even paying that much to that uh, NDAA story at all anyway. It seems like it doesn't matter to Well, that's Americans. what he's saying. Yeah, he's I'm, saying that the well, stuff but, that's important isn't important to people. I, I, and this agreed, stuff but is. I don't know that they're, they're creating a cover story. I don't think people care. That's a good point. Don't find so some uh, kidnapped little girl. And it is the saddest thing what you just said is so true that people don't care about ndaa it's the scare one of the scariest things that's happened in my lifetime is that bill oh yeah that's the national defense authorization act which uh which which tyranny was that now i, I kind of lose is, track uh, of it all. americans can be thrown in cages without oh, that habeas. One. the death of habeas corpus yeah that one right and be sent to a foreign country for detention which sure. is oh my god well if, remember these are all things that have been happening uh, i mean americans have already been sent to foreign countries for detentions and secret yeah. camps uh we know that that people have been kidnapped, and we we know they've been held. Look at Jose uh, Padilla, for instance, Padilla. or uh, Bra- Bradley uh, Manning. Uh, so you know these things have been going on. It's just that uh, now they're making it legal after the fact. But you're right. I mean, there are constantly really important news items out there that barely get a little bit of coverage uh, nationwide. And then on the other hand, there's all these distraction stories that. And as Mark pointed out, maybe it's not some nefarious plot. Maybe it's just that uh, the news agencies know what people maybe are interested a, in. Maybe the American people really are that vapid. There's that possibility. But that's why I'm asking the question tonight. Like, where are these people that are supposedly so outraged about this? I want to hear not, from them. 
They're not there, just like the terrorists ain't there. It's all a fraud. It's a scam. Let me tell you something else that I saw that, that was pretty funny. The other day, I, was, I watched YouTube when I'm at the truck stop at night. I came across this kid who uh, is a really civic-minded, liberty-minded kid up in Washington State. And he took his video camera to the mall, and he started asking teenagers questions like, uh, can you name one of the founding fathers? <laughs> can you name any of the rights you have uh, guaranteed by the Bill of Rights? Can you name how many states are in the union? Things like this. And they, these kids couldn't answer it. And that just shows how disinformed people are. and how. People what was his channel? Is this a YouTube video? Yeah, it's a YouTube video. Do, and you know what? Do, I was... Uh, I can't remember which what name it. I'm sure if you I'd seen uh, one that sounded almost exactly like that, except he was doing it at a high school where he was asking high right. schoolers on their lunch breaks. These I like nothing more easy than questions watching, than watching these uh, the man on the street uh, things where where they ask people questions that are that you consider to be so easy that show you what an entirely different world other people are living in. And I'm not saying these people are qu- stupid or anything like that. I'm just saying this is how little people truly care about uh, you know the politics and the things that sure. I, you know the, the way that people's rights are slip, slipping away these are important aspects of, of of life to me they mean nothing to most Americans these things are you're right these things are I mean they're fundamental I couldn't imagine not knowing what the Bill of Rights is. I mean, to me, it's like I have a desire. I, and I, I was stupid about things up until about eight years ago. I started to have an awakening about things in the world. And I got it. You know, the first thing I did was get a copy of the Declaration of Independence and, and the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. And I've, I've studied that daily. As a matter of fact, it's on my dashboard right now. I read it all the time, just continually reading it, trying to memorize them. These certain things that people just don't care about, it makes me almost nauseous when I see it. Well, that's that's unusual. Like most people, I mean, certainly most people don't care about the Constitution, right? So, like you spending all that time to uh, memorize it isn't going to do you any good. It's not like citing it in court's going to help you or anything like that. They don't give a damn about what that thing says. Yeah, I was talking to an attorney one time who was defending the uh, the, the New London situation where they took those houses from people up there. It was, I guess, two thousand and six or, yep. or something like that. And I was talking to him about the Constitution, saying that uh, that uh, for eminent domain needed to be for the public use, not the public public good and he said oh no it's the public good i mean you know this is an attorney and you would expect him to know at least some of this stuff and he just had it wrong yeah i and you, i think that i saw something was it a guy wearing a uh, don't tread on me shirt and he schooled the he schooled the state representative about the article one of the constitution Sure. I mean, I wouldn't doubt it at all. Uh, I mean, a lot of Americans are very informed on this, but they, you know, for whatever reason, don't have what it takes to get into office. The folks that ha- do have what it takes, sadly, I, I think that it's that, uh, you know, they-, they seem to lack some gene that causes them to do the right thing. Hey, Mike, thanks for the call tonight. I appreciate hearing from you and, and your thoughts. Ask, yeah. Quick, quick. Can I ask you one more thing real quick? Sure. Ponder. Yep. Um, now, we, you know how we've got all this Homeland Security and we've got all these guys in the, the paramilitary outfits and whatnot who are ready to inflict tyranny on us and sh- you know shake us down at checkpoints. What do you think it is that makes these people that wear the uniform want to do this, knowing that it's their kids that are going to grow up in a world where, the, where they, the daughter walks to the grocery store and gets a gun put in her face? And they ask for the papers. Why do you think that they would want their kids to live in that kind of world? Well, I think Good that question. I think that uh, American. I think that many Americans that with America, America has gotten past has reached the peak of liberty some time ago, and now they're looking for that. Instead of essential liberty, they're looking for that safety um, that they have been scared to the point mm. that the only thing that's going to provide us with safety is a lack of liberty and. 
I, you know, I think it doesn't work that way. I think it's sad, but I don't know what could stop it. Thanks for the call, Mike. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. And some of them, maybe they got into it for different reasons, but then they were uh, given an assignment that uh, perhaps they might not have agreed with, but they knew that if they disagreed with it publicly, that they would be punished, they would be put on the overnight shift, or perhaps even lose their job. So therefore, maybe they're just doing it for the paycheck. It's it may very well be true, but I mean, the vast majority of people who are listening to my voice believe that they believe in the ideas of liberty until you ask them about some portion that of government oversight that they believe in or or to stop some behavior that they don't they don't agree with the government do that or something. You know, I mean, there's this uh, like prostitution, a a national outcry about this uh, police officer, police chief who uh, apparently caught a bullet in uh, here in in Greenland, New Hampshire. People are all upset about it, that kind of thing. This guy'd be alive today if he stayed out of people's homes and respected the Fourth Amendment. No doubt. 855-450-FREE is the SACL CAI toll-free line. It allows you to take control of the airwaves. You're on the, the line here. Stick with us. We'll get to you and your thoughts and plenty of time for you and yours as well. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind. Well, it's not just the uh, the sexual repression doesn't just stop with the Secret Service. It also extends to the schools and hand-holding. We'll explain. Coming up. I am so excited about Porkfest this year. Porkfest? What's that? It's the Porcupine Freedom Festival, a fun and educational camping event put on every summer by the Free State Project. This year it's going to be happening June 18th to the 24th at Rogers Campground in Lancaster, New Hampshire. Okay, I like camping and I definitely like freedom, but my budget is tight. Tickets are only $30 for the whole week if you get them before May 1st. Well, that sounds reasonable, but what goes on there? (laughs) What doesn't go on at Porkfest? There are speakers, family fun, dance parties, karaoke, a comedy roast, hiking, campfires, sports, a wedding, and all kinds of delicious food. But the part that I like best is spending time with other people who love freedom. Mm, That's sounding pretty good to me. Where can I go to learn more? Check out Porkfest.com and make sure you spell pork like a porcupine. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Like what you see? Looks like a blast. Okay, I'm in. See you at Porkfest. While you're there, check out how you can become a VIP, very important porcupine, for a modest donation. See you at Porkfest. Free Talk Live. We are launching into the second hour of this, the live Saturday edition of the program. Here with you tonight, it's Ian. And Mark. Our website has been repaired. We are back online. You can go and create the content you see there. Everything that's on the front page of the site is there because of listeners like you taking the time to submit it, uh, submit different items from across the web as show prep. And what that means is when you find something online that you think is interesting, you think our other listeners would appreciate, you can submit it as show prep and then others get to vote whether they like or dislike and you get to vote on things as well. And the most liked make it to the front page in the top of the site over at freetalklive.com. So head over there, get interactive. Here tonight is Ian. And Mark. All right. I'm so glad the website's back up. Me too. Makes me feel virile again. (laughs) Whatever it takes, Mark. (laughs) 855-453. We continue here. Uh, Speaking of feeling virile, we're talking about the Secret Service agents and their carousing with prostitutes in Colombia. And I'm looking to find the person who's outraged. Because according to the news media, everyone is so shocked by this. Americans were shocked, says the Telegraph in the UK. You said, Mark, you saw some women on a cable TV channel that were shocked. It was Appalled, and uh, you know, where are these people? They must exist. I mean, we've got you know 
dozens and dozens of stations, nearly 100 stations on the, the show tonight, because uh, not every station carries Free Talk Live every single hour during the week. We have over 100 total, but at any given moment, maybe it's several dozen. Uh, so we've got a lot of people listening, in theory, that uh, maybe one of them has the gumption to call 855-450-FREE and explain to us why this is so shocking. Let's see. Men sort of have a a certain drive, a sex drive, just as women do. And uh, we have this drive because uh, we have to propagate the species. That's the reason why the drive exists. Plus, it's fun. And uh, so they want to have sexual relations with, uh, with another person. And if uh, their wives aren't around, then and they're on a lengthy uh, expedition to Colombia, who knows how long they're down there for. I'm not saying it's right to cheat on somebody, but as you pointed out, Mark, sometimes uh, we don't know what the relationship's like. Right. Either. Sometimes people have open ar- agreements, uh, you know, the, where the wives may understand, hey, better to have my husband being honest with me about the things that he's doing rather than doing them behind my back. Uh, so maybe that's the way they're com- they, you know again we don't know what the relationships are but this who- guy was putting on his facebook page it makes right. me think that he's not, not he's not hiding it he's, he's not afraid of what the consequences are right and so what's the big deal about this i just don't understand it i've got a, all kinds of problems with government uh, but i don't have a problem with people having sexual relations with one another on a consensual basis it would be one thing if these guys were raping prostitutes and you know beating and murdering them and you know robbing them that would be a problem uh but to just say that they're going out spending money on on hookers and it's completely legal in colombia so what 855-453-SACL-CAI the SACL CAI toll free line. There must be people out there who are outraged because I know there are people who are outraged just by the fact that prostitution exists. Those people must exist, right? Because prostitution is still legal if – or excuse me, still illegal in most places in the United States. If people aren't upset by prostitution, well, how come nobody's calling for it to be legalized? Just because it's not your primary issue, it's not something you want to talk about. Are you embarrassed to talk about prostitution with your friends and neighbors, even if you agree that it should be legalized? I think that it looks bad for the politician that wants to legalize it. It makes them look like a horn dog or something like that. Um, you know, <sighs> women don't have this issue. The the I, <laughs> there's a myth, the, the myth of the uh, the male gigolo out there. Um, so I mean, women just don't. They don't need to pay um, is sort of the uh, the reality of it. So, you know, nobody's really incentivized. Okay, so let's talk to Rebecca. She's listening to WILM. Ladies come first here on Free Talk Live uh, in Del- uh, Wilmington, Delaware. Hello, Rebecca. Hello. How are you? Just super. What's on your mind tonight? Well, I am ups- I'm, I am incensed and I am outraged. Really? I think that if you – yes, because I think that if you send people that are paid by tax dollars to a foreign country – you would expect them to conduct themselves the way you'd expect them to conduct themselves here, whether or not Unfortunately, you seem to be driving through a bad cell. I want to keep you on the line here. Maybe we can uh, get your comments here in a moment. But you were talking about how it's not appropriate behavior for them if they're in another country. Would it be all right if they were assigned uh, to Nevada, where prostitution is legal, in this country? Rebecca, do we lose your cell? Oh, it's too bad. I really wanted to hear what she had to say. Tell you what, uh, if there's ever a, a technical difficulty, normally Free Talk Live has a – we don't have a lot of rules on Free Talk Live, but there is one rule, and that is you get one one call per night. But if the call is prematurely cut off by technical difficulties, then by all means, uh, give us a call back, Rebecca. We would love to hear more about what you had to say because I can't really – 
can't really speculate too much beyond what she said. She basically said that, uh, you know, that she expects these uh, people that we pay to, if we send them down there with our money, that they should uh, respect the rules here of the United States. And I think that the first thing I would have asked was, you know, the, the Nevada question that yeah. you asked. But at the same time, you know, I, I guess it doesn't work the other way around. I live in New Hampshire. In New Hampshire, it's one state in the four, in the 50 of them that hasn't take the, taken the government's uh, blood money and said, and we can still, as adults, choose not to wear seatbelts in this state. My question to you is, when I go to Florida how uh, to visit the in-laws and that, that sort of thing, how come I have to wear a seatbelt? Because if the laws are more restrictive, we have to obey the more restrictive laws. But if they're less restrictive, we have to obey the more restrictive laws. It's basically crazy. the thought process here. Let's go back to Rebecca. She's uh, back on the line here. Uh, thanks for calling back, Rebecca. Go ahead with your thoughts. Okay, so that's, I mean, that was really what I wanted to say is that I just think that they should be held to a higher standard as government employees. I mean, that that seems shocking. Well, so wait, what is the standard you're looking to hold them to? Because it's clearly not what's legal, right? So is your standard some sort of moralistic standard? So I think that my standard would be considered a standard of both morality but also decorum. So, for example, if I sent my husband on a business trip, I wouldn't be expecting him if he went to Colombia because prostitution's legal to be involved in that. Sure, but I, I, is that I, I'm trying to understand. So, are you upset because this guy, because one of these guys was married? I don't know how many of them were married, but uh, some of them were married, um, and they cheated on their wives. Or are you upset with all of them that may have used the prostitutes? I am upset with all of them that they actually thought that this would be okay. I'm upset with all of them that they actually thought that this is the way that. The Secret Service, who are supposed to be our best and brightest, who are supposed to be Among held them. to a higher standard, were out cavorting with a bunch of prostitutes. So, what if they went to Nevada? What if, uh, for whatever reason, I guess you know people are going all over the place now. What if uh, Romney's guys? I guess he's got Secret Service detail now, as as I understand it. If they're on the, they're they're campaigning. It's their night off. I'm sure Secret Service agents get nights off. They decide, you know what? Let's. Uh, they're in Nevada because that's where they happen to be. That let's go out and hit the prostitute joint, the Bunny Ranch, the Bunny Ranch. So- uh, so are you telling me that all these Secret Service guys that were involved in this were on their night off? Do you think that they were on the clock? The allegation here is not that they were on the clock that I have seen. I have not seen that allegation. Yeah, I haven't seen that either. I mean, I, 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 no, I mean. So how much time do you think that a Secret Service agent gets off when they're in a foreign country? I can like, assume. If I'm on a business trip and I want to go out and get plastered, let's just say, let's just use that as an example. Mm-hmm. Um even if I'm on the, even if I'm off the clock, I still would say that that's not probably a wise thing to do. I agree. Like a- alcohol will. Pro- I, I agree that alcohol is a worse problem in this circumstance than prostitutes because alcohol will affect you the morning after. If I go out and get plastered, I'm going to have a bad day the next day. Whereas if I have a prostitute in the room, which you know has never happened for me, but if I have a prostitute in the room, I send her out at uh, eleven or midnight or whatever. I'm going to sleep and. The next day is normal. I'd like to point out now, here. Are you just saying that because you're on the air? What like do you you're mean? saying, you know that you've you know that you've never been in that situation. But I, I have never had. I've never enlisted the services right, of a prostitute. Okay. 
Okay, hold on a second. I'd just like to point out here that there's no, uh, no one has disqualified these Secret Service agents from being Secret Service agents because they drink. There's actually information in this piece from the Telegraph that points out in uh, the Cartega, Colombia incident, agents brought prostitutes back to their hotel from a nightclub where they, they had been drinking two days before Obama's arrival for a regional summit. So there's no question about these agents uh, engaging in drinking at nightclubs, which clearly so is not have, something they're doing while they're on duty. So is right. is but that a problem too that they drink? Yes, it's it's multiple. So it's multiple problems. I f- like I find else. this fascinating. Like have- Rebecca, can you hang on? Can you stick with us here a moment? Yes. All right, I'd like to bring uh, Rebecca back here and continue the discussion because she's the only person who's really called who's been outraged about this so far. It's it's easy to find people who are with us on this. Like, what's the big deal? People want to have a little bit of fun on their off time. Whoopie doo! But she's pretty upset. So we'll find out more. About what she thinks here in a moment. 855-450-FREE. This is Free Talk Live's Live Saturday Edition. DVD, books, music, instruments, periodicals, computers, software, electronics, photo, cell phone, office products, home and garden, bed and bath, furniture, kitchen, pet supplies, automotive, hardware, apparel, shoes, jewelry, grocery, healthcare, sports and outdoors, toys, games, used and more. It's a department store at your fingertips. Shop.freetalklive.com. Get all your shopping done, get a great deal, and a portion of your purchase goes to benefit Free Talk Live when you enter Amazon via shop.freetalklive.com. Talk Live, and you can take control of the airwaves. Live Saturday edition of the program, 855-450-FREE, the SACL-CAI toll-free line. Join us over at freetalklive.com, where you'll find a variety of features. One of them is our mobile site. For those of you with a smartphone, you may visit m.freetalklive.com for quick access to our live streams. We've got broadband, midband, and narrowband streams. Uh, and there's also the software that you can use on your phone to tune into those streams. It's all there at m.freetalklive.com, plus our podcast link, m as in mobile.freetalklive.com. Bitcoins are the world's first potentially anonymous digital cash. With Bitcoins, there are no contracts to sign or terms of service to abide by. Anyone can download the free Bitcoin software and be using them in just a few minutes. With Bitcoins, you can send and receive money. Anywhere in the world with no fees, no permission from any banks or governmental agencies to learn more. And you need to learn more about Bitcoins because they're changing the world. Visit WeUseCoins.org. WeUseCoins.org. And now, thanks to BitInstant.com, you can have Bitcoins in less than an hour by depositing cash at any major bank. To buy your Bitcoins with cash, visit BitInstant.com. We go back to Rebecca listening in Wilmington to WILM, Delaware. Uh, now, w- Rebecca is the first person to call throughout the show tonight. We've been talking about the uh, – she's the first person to call who's outraged. Uh, we've been talking about the Secret Service and how there's supposedly all this outrage out there about uh, some of their agents engaging in prostitution down in uh, – meaning they're hiring prostitutes uh, – down in Colombia. And uh, so far, up until Rebecca's call, most people have been on our, on our side with this. Like, what's well, the big deal? Argument to add popular. It doesn't matter how many people. Uh, I'm think not making. Right. I'm not saying that means that it, they're all right. I'm just making an observation, Mark. Okay. Most of the people who've called tonight, except for Rebecca, have been on our side. On Rebecca this. could be right. Where is? No, clearly she's not right. I mean, she's uh, she's moralizing here. But I want to find out more about Rebecca, Rebecca and where she's coming from because I want to understand this, Rebecca. You're saying that you don't think – you're saying that these Secret Service agents need to be more, I guess, morally pure than a, than a priest. I mean, they, they can't drink in your mind. They can't have sex while uh, – not only just while they're on duty, but just while they're Secret Service agents. Am I misunderstanding you? So I think that what I'm saying is that I think that there's a certain amount of wisdom, like – 
who is in their right mind would be stupid enough to go to a foreign country and use bad judgment such as this to hire prostitutes and be out drinking for two days. And then, I mean, they had to be looking at it like if the press got a hold of the story, how would that look? Like all of us need to be thinking about those kind of things, I think. And so even if you took the morality out of it, I think that you have to ask yourself, like, how about the stupidity aspect? Do we really want stupid people watching our president? I'm just asking. Well, he's not, he's not my president, uh, so I don't really care. <laughs> None of them are my presidents. I have no he's interest in any of them. Either, well, I have no interest point. in having a president, period. Well, I'd like to point that out. You know, I wonder about this. You know, this is interesting, right? Like the, the, the predicting the future aspect of it. But I suspect that agencies like the Secret Service, and I, I suspect this kind of thing has been going on for decades. Absolutely it has. And I suspect that that's why it's going going on is that these guys have probably been taught along the way that this is okay. This is just a supposition on my part. And if you wait for that story, well, let me stop your supposition. Press, no, wait, wait a second. The press get these get a hold of something and they turn it into something much much more. You can find that there's all kinds of stories out there you wonder why do your why, why why isn't this huge national news? It's because of the news cycle and who knows what's going to make it. You don't have not. to suppose, Mark. It's right here in this piece from the Telegraph, a former White House aid revealed the wings up rings off culture of misbehavior by some secret service agents when they travel to protect presidents was pervasive he wrote in an email to npr where he asked his name not be used he writes this mark he says i traveled for years as a white house staff advanced with the u.s secret service there was a culture of adultery among them now to say to use the term culture means this is widespread i believe that i believe that so now that there's light being shed on it what do we do about it? So do we say that this is acceptable or do we say, you know what? It's not my business. Mistaken, it's not my business what somebody wants to do on their off well, time. What else would you like to prohibit, by the way? I'd like to know. This, can, this is what I want to know is because I, I can tell you I'm, I'm sitting here with a can of uh, caffeine free Coke because I have an allergy to caffeine. It freaks me out. I turn into what is, you know, just normally a cantankerous guy into just a real jerk. And I wonder how many cups. hard to believe. No, no, no. I'm I think she's joking, Mark. <laughs> she's, she's being uh, – she, she's confusing me with you. I've oh, been very that nice right? to this lady. Um, <laughs> so if I have two cans of Diet Coke, I'm just a terrible person to deal with. How many cups of coffee should secret service agents be able to have in a day? Well, I think that when you're talking about generally accepted behavior – so, for example, I think that all of us would agree that – drinking coffee at work or drinking coffee at home or whatever, that's a generally accepted behavior. So's drinking. It's sure, generally but it, accepted behavior. If you have too many, you know, having two beers is probably okay for the uh, Secret Service agents, but going out on a night, uh, a binger on, at night is not okay, according to you, and I'm just trying to figure out if... Well, no, she said there was a problem with drinking as well. Why is drinking not accepted, I isn't she, it? I bet she doesn't have a problem so with two I beers. I didn't say there was a problem with drinking, and I enjoy a beer or a glass of wine as much as the next person. What I'm saying is that everybody knows their limits, and we all know when we've crossed that line, like when we've crossed that line from being... You know, having a having like a little so, bit of a buzz to being intoxicated. So just to be, just know. to clarify, so you're so, all right with the Secret Service agents going out to bars and drinking while uh, after they're done with duty for the day? If they are off duty and they go out and they have a drink, then I don't see anything wrong with well, that. Well, isn't sex generally accepted behavior? 
Um, not if it's not with, uh, I don't think if it's not with your spouse or if it's... What if we're talking about a single Secret Service agent? I don't think accepted behavior. I don't think it's, we generally accept it as a society. We only have one state where prostitution is legal. I didn't ask you about prostitution. About I just asked about sex. I mean, we're, again, we're not talking about uh, necessarily right. them all being married. Single, what if they're single Secret Service agents in a different country? Probably the only, they can't go to church to meet girls. Um, <laughs> you know, where are they going to go? Well... That's a very interesting point that you're saying. So what you're saying is that they really they can't go for however long they're going to be in Colombia. They can't go without sex because they're such animals that they can't go without sex. So are you saying they that they should go without somewhere. sex? I'm, I'm only asking. I'm only asking questions. No, I'm, I'm, I'm asking you. Don't ask me a question when I'm asking you a question. Okay, what's the question? I'm asking you a question. What I'm saying is what you're saying basically is that they can't control themselves. I'm saying they have no obligation to you or me to control themselves their their sexual urges as long as they don't cause harm to another person. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, what benefit do oh. what's the benefit to them not having sex if that's what they want to do? I mean, how does that harm you or I? Well, you're you're a true libertarian. You're both true libertarians, which I didn't know before I called the show. This is only like my third time listening ever, so well, That's I don't use that term personally. I think I it's think most. I think most people are going to say that these guys should be able to have sex with whomever they want to have sex if they're single. I mean, you know, the the marriage thing really throws throws this well, whole situation. Well, they could be. It could be an open marriage. It could, know, be. could be. I don't. Swingers. We don't know, but I think most marriages it could are be swingers. They could be. <laughs> they could be. There are more swingers out there than they you realize. Be. Because could, they could be. Yeah, they well, because people, a lot of people who are into alternative sexual behaviors like that aren't necessarily going to come out and tell you, Rebecca, about what they're doing in their bedroom. So, so if they have a note from their wife and they actually can show that, like when they have to, have to go into the Oval Office and say, like, yeah, Obama, like, this is what I was out doing, then, yeah, I, I, I'm, I guess then I would have less of a problem with that. Or if they were single— okay. I can see where you guys are coming from. Like, so, okay, like, so it's I, more I, of a cheating on the wife thing. If that's the case, I agree with you. Because if they've agreed to be monogamous and they're violating their agreement, then I would agree that I they're in trouble. I think it should be in, in the contract that they sign when they sign up. I think that they should – look, if you're a married agent and you are in a relationship that isn't an open relationship, then you have to conduct yourself with the decorum of a relationship that is not open. Thanks for the call, Rebecca. I really appreciate you answering the questions. And uh, I think we came to some level of an agreement. Yeah, I think we found the underlying Thanks for issue. Thanks the call. 855. 550 free the SACL CAI toll free line you can take control of the airwaves according to this uh, person that traveled with the secret service it was a culture of adultery free talk live free talk live amplifiers get access to higher quality archives free of commercial breaks and other perks join amp for just three dollars per month at amp.freetalklive.com This is Free Talk Live, toll-free number here for you to bring up whatever's on your mind or comment on the Secret Service story, looking for people that are outraged by what these men have been doing, ostensibly, down in Colombia by hiring prostitutes. And uh, they were also drinking uh, in a nightclub as well. Is that a problem, too? 855-450-FREE. I have a bigger problem with that. 1-855-450-3733. That toll-free number is brought to you by SACL CAI. Yeah, perhaps uh, SACL CAI is a company that handles accounts receivable. And perhaps you uh, own or know someone who does a company that's struggling to collect money on past due accounts. Delinquent accounts are certainly problematic, and not only from the standpoint of diminished revenues, but businesses find themselves sidetracked by the arduous task of 
collecting on these accounts. Consequently, valuable time and resources are pulled away from principal operations. SACL CAI liberates businesses from inefficiencies and the vexing task of collections. At SACL CAI, you can see their banner, freetalklive.com. It's the top one on the right-hand side of the page, SACL CAI. Now, we don't know if every one of these uh, Secret Service agents that has been accused of having sex with prostitutes is married. We know that the one guy that they're really focusing on, the guy that put a picture of himself with two prostitutes and up on Facebook. they're going to take Facebook. the most outrageous of them. Right. And, but, I mean, six guys have lost their jobs at this point. We know that the one guy is married. Not sure about the other five. But according to the— Actually, some of them have stepped down and, and resigned. I wonder, you know, are they being offered positions in different places where they won't be quite as high profile? I don't know. But mm. I, I know that according to a White House aide, uh, as reported in The Telegraph from the U.K., who traveled for years— as what they call a White House staff advance with the U.S. Secret Service, he said that there was a culture of adultery among these men. He said the phrase that what happens on the road stays on the road was commonly used by them before Vegas started using it. Wow. He says adulterous behavior at times seemed to be a badge of honor among them. So, yeah, I am going to say that these men are pigs. These guys are pigs. They are probably lying to their wives. But then again, we don't know. We don't. Maybe they've got open relationships. But they're certainly Seems unlikely. I they mean, certainly the percentage... can't keep it in their pants and they're proud of it. So that sounds like pig piggish behavior to me. Uh, according to the uh, White House aide, there were many wonderful agents, but among others, there was this enough. There was enough of this type of behavior for me not to be surprised a bit by what happened in Colombia. According to the story, agents brought prostitutes in Cartega back to their hotel from a nightclub where they'd been drinking two days before Obama's arrival before a re- regional summit. Eleven members of the U.S. Armed Forces are also being investigated separately over similar misconduct allegations. The Secret Service has so sought- Secret Service, I would say, has a, a, a higher level of respect than people in the armed forces. And I'm wondering, in the armed forces? Really? I mean, I've heard that in the Marines, they even discourage you from having uh, long-term relationships. So what the heck else are you supposed to do? Now, this I don't know, but I mean, that's what I've been told by callers who have been Marines. The Secret Service has sought to portray the scandal as an isolated case for an agency whose officers are trained to take the bullet for the president and to whom the necessity of discretion and secrecy is inculcated from the first day of training. So, of course, as I said at the very beginning of this uh, show, there's always this... Uh, this message from the bureaucracy is, well, this is an isolated thing. This never happens with our agents. Our agents are professionals. They would never do anything like this. But then again, you've got this White House aide who's speaking on the condition of anonymity saying that years ago, this has been going on for a long time, and it's a culture among Secret Service agents. So who do you believe, the Secret Service spokesperson or the anonymous White House aide who's speaking out? Take your pick. Let's go to you and your calls, your thoughts. You can bring up what's on your mind. Richard, listening to WNIS in Virginia in the Norfolk area. Hey, Richard. Hey, guys. I'm the guy you've been looking for. Oh, yeah? Hey, man. Can I start it with a country witticism? Go for it. Is that a possibility? Can the biblical word for a donkey be used? Sure. Yes. It can? Go for it. Are you sure? I'm certain. As long as it doesn't have to do with uh, using it in a sexual connotation. uh, But go go. ahead. We'll dump you if we have to. A piece of ass and a whiskey glass has made a horse's ass out of more men than anything else in this world. No doubt. No doubt. Here, here. That is wisdom. Hallelujah. (laughs) Preach on. There's your celebration, guys. All right. First off, tell me one. Answer me one question. When are you not a Secret Service agent? Well, I mean, I'm always a talk show host, but I'm not always on the air. That's right. But that's not. But see, that's not your job. A Secret Service agent is a Secret Service agent 24-7. And the next thing is, 
But that's nonsense. The word is pronounced Cartagena. Can you say that with me one time? Oh, God. Cartagena. Cartagena. Thank you Cartagena. so much. I appreciate that. You did a really good job. Thank I'm you. proud of Now, let's go, let's go back to what you're saying here, of, the, of this sure. nonsense that they're you're on duty 24 hours a day. Agent. Like you're never not a police officer. Well, you know what? That's I mean, funny. Police officers use prostitutes. About so hold on. Poor lady. So oh, wait a, a second. Can the police officers in Nevada go to the Bunny Ranch without any problem then from you? Can the police? No, certainly not. What? Let's, it's like completely legal. Side. Let's talk that a minute, all right? Yeah. That is the prostitution side. Hold on. You don't know what the bunny ranch is. Wait a minute. You don't know what the bunny ranch is. When Mark asked you that question, you didn't understand it. Richard. She had her first child at 15. When do you think she'll be an AIDS victim? Richard. Are the guys that came back an AIDS victim? South America is only second to Africa in the amount of AIDS cases. It is right, unwise. I will. I will concur with you. It is unwise okay. to have sex with prostitutes. So and I will further state it's, it's right unwise. Oh, turn the Richard, mics. Off. Turn the mics off. Let's go home. <laughs> Richard, we want to have a conversation here. Mark had asked you a question about the bunny ranch, but you didn't understand what the bunny ranch was. You didn't think he was talking about oh, prostitution. No, no, sir. I know exactly what the bunny ranch is, and I feel sorry for those young ladies. You feel sorry for them. They're making all kinds of money. Wait a second. Are you one of the people that believes that every prostitute out there is somebody who's been sexually abused? So answer me this. Would you want your mom there? Was your dad named John? (laughs) Okay. My my mom's a little old. If you got it, use it. You know, the Bunny Ranch is a relatively safe place. Yeah, that's right. Sure. If you got it, use it. Isn't that a shame? Well, do you go out and work for a living every day? You you use what you've got, don't you? Hard as I can go. There You're you just go. jealous. You're just jealous of those ladies because they can make way more money per hour than you can. Way yeah. more. Yes. Let some guy crawl up when you're behind and ride you for a little while. You'll see how much it's they, all they about the money, boys, my sir. friend. Uh, you know, on the fifty yard line of the Super Bowl, if we got the right number of zeros yeah, behind it, you'd, you'd let a guy do that to you too if you if you got paid enough. <laughs> no, sir. Yeah, I bet that's you would. Why, Two million dollars. Don't commit a crime, so I have to be a guy's date. You know. <laughs> I've been to prison, I'm telling you. That's exactly right. It doesn't y'all, happen. Y'all were looking for me, dudes. I'm here. What? I have no idea you what he's saying. You're looking for the outrage. Here I am. You're, you're, you're outraged. outraged. I cannot outraged. believe that this is all y'all have to offer me. What? It's oh, we're not going to yell at you. all that we have to offer you? Trying I, well, to feed her, her, five-year, I'm sorry, her nine-year-old son that she had at 15 by being a prostitute. Well, uh, let me ask you this, then. There's plenty of girls that have uh, babies. Wait, 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 Ian. Okay, so... This lady's kid isn't going to get fed by the Secret Service agent if she doesn't do the job. I mean, what is she supposed to do? Go right. panhandling? <laughs> Here you go. There's three words. There's three letters that the Secret Service could have used that would have ended the whole thing. It's PTL. You know what it stands for? No. Pay the lady. Pay the lady for what? $35 here. They're ignoramuses. I'm going to give up my whole career it's the as price? a coveted job as a Secret Service agent for a $35 hooker? So it's the give price. Break, I don't understand what you're saying, Richard. Can you rephrase that? Sure. PTL, pay the lady. You if they have get... just paid the lady the $35, we wouldn't even be here. Oh, I see. There, I there is an issue There is an issue um, in this as to whether or not there, there was a dispute with the hooker and uh, with sure. some of the hookers and the services and that sort That's of thing. Right. Oh, so they didn't pay for services rendered? Is he... It's, it's hard the, to say. Who knows what happened? I can tell That's you right. that... This is one of those industries where uh, you know people will get, people get jilted all the time. And oh, sure. well, I would agree with That's you on that, Richard. I mean, know. if they if they agreed to sex for uh, money, then they should pay for what they uh, agreed for. If that's sure. the case, it's the first I'd heard of that part of the story. Joke? 
Do you remember the old prostitute joke? Uh, there's right? probably the a lot of there in, in court and said that she was raped. How'd you know you were raped, ma'am, when his check bounced? Thanks for the call, Richard. 855-450-FREE. SACL CAI toll-free line. Well, you know, I mean, that's I, that, that's what it boils down to. Is if there was an agreement made and it wasn't reached, I, I got that. Uh, it, yeah, I, absolutely, sure. that's, you know, that, that's, that's a problem. But who knows what happened? A friend of mine is telling me a story about his instance with a prostitute, and apparently he gave her 200 bucks. She said she had to go out to get a condom, never saw her again. Uh-oh. Um, so, I mean, he paid her in advance? Well, <laughs> uh, right, this is what happened. To suckers, you know. I mean, eight five five four fifty free. That's the SACL CAI toll free line. I agree. When it comes to thirty five bucks, that uh, you know, probably the thirty five dollars would have avoided this uh, this issue for sure. I got gotcha. you. That much I agree with Richard about eight five five four fifty free. The SACL CAI toll free line. You can take control of the airwaves and bring up what you want. This is Free Talk Live. This program is brought to you by Freekeen.com. Freekeen.com features audio, video, and blogs chronicling the transition to a voluntary society. Freekeen.com also has comments and discussion forums so you can be heard. Freekeen.com. This is Free Talk Live. Plenty of time for you and your thoughts here on the live Saturday edition. Toll-free number is 855-450-FREE. You can support this program, by the way, by shopping with us. Uh, you've uh, got a lot of choices at Amazon when you do your shopping there. It's just that uh, we ask you to start your Amazon shopping through our affiliate links that you'll find at shop.freetalklive.com. So when you're ready to do online shopping, go to shop.freetalklive.com and just click on the appropriate Amazon for you. There's Amazon UK, there's Amazon Canada, and of course Amazon US. Click on the right one, you t- get taken to Amazon for your normal Amazon shopping experience. It's just because you're entering through our portal, Free Talk Live will get a portal portion of Amazon's profits. Same great prices, same great Amazon experience. You're just entering through our shopping links over at shop.freetalklive.com, so Free Talk Live gets a cut. We continue with you and your thoughts on the Secret Service, or whatever happens to be on your mind. Let's go to, I believe we've got John listening in Colorado Springs to XM Satellite Radio's Extreme Talk. Hello, John. Hello there. Hey, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, well, I, I think you guys, I, I'm coming at it from a different point of view. Uh, I've worked in the intelligence community for like 30 years, and I guarantee these people have security clearances that, you know, they have to be vetted to be able to serve a sitting president, you know, I would assume. Okay, I mean, it seems reasonable. It has to happen. It seems reasonable. Right? Yeah. So all everybody that has a security clearance has to clear everything. All foreign contacts have to be cleared. Uh, and reported, you know, for potential blackmail purposes. So that's really the issue. All They're foreign contacts, up. meaning if they go into the bar, they have to, they can't yeah, go to a bar then? Absolutely. Absolutely. And that's why each of your other callers, you know, the young lady that called earlier, she's correct in, a, in saying that they have, they have higher moral standards. They have to maintain standards that are much higher because they have to report those foreign contacts and if they're they're not going to go into their employer obviously as is the case here and report that they've had you know illicit sex or whatever with you know with prostitutes do you think anybody does this do you think that anybody uh, talks about the 50 people in a day that they come in contact with uh well that's it's it's kind of a casual thing but that type of thing, if it comes out and it's a blackmailable type thing, prostitution, legal, you know, we talk legal prostitution in a country where it's legal. 
Uh, absolutely, because you're going, you're number one, you're going into a less than less than appropriate relationship situation. I mean, especially if they're married, and that, that's that's even taking it further because they can be blackmailed big time for that. Uh, you know, we're going to tell your wife, we're going to tell your employer if you don't give us these secrets or you don't tell us the route for the president when he comes on his visit or that type of thing. So that's why so it's, it's a, about the blackmail. It's not about the, the secret. It's not about the secrets. It's about the blackmail, right? Well, both. I'm sure they, they, because, they the also, secrets thing. The secrets thing, it seems like it would be easy to get. You know, you send three girls, you send, you send Natasha and Olga and Bertha in order to, uh. Non Columbia. Whatever. Well, no, these are the Russians that they have, uh, that they have, and these, these agents have been trained their whole lives with Colombian accents in order to bring down these Secret Service agents, right? Because that's how the movie would be. And you send them in. And these girls, two of them, uh, you know, talk him up. The third one slips her hand into his pocket, gets his room key, uh, excuses herself, and goes and, and throws the uh, the hotel uh, room while the other two distract him. Comes back, slides the key in his pocket. I mean, these secrets that these guys had in this room don't seem like they would be have been that difficult to get. The but, maid had access. But to them. John, you're saying they shouldn't have gone to the bar in the first place at all because there's a chance they could contact somebody outside of their own little circle. That's correct. And, and but no one's outraged a, about them going to well, the bar, I'd like to point out. They're only outraged by the prostitution. It's just kind of – it's it's reported as a matter of fact here in this article that, oh, yeah, they were at the bar in, uh, you know, Cartagena. 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 Right. <laughs> well, it doesn't matter whether they went to the bar or whether they went to the counter at the desk and then winked their eye and got the people to, you know, hey, I need some – we need some company upstairs for our party or whatever – it doesn't matter how it's done. It matters that it was done. Well, it doesn't and matter that it was of, done, though, because I can tell you that, uh, you know, an employer, any any guy who's an employer knows that all some woman has to do is say that he sexually harassed her. Right now, some woman that I never even met could claim that I raped her, and I'm going to have one heck of a bad day, if not bad month, trying to get out from underneath those things. So those allegations can be made, and uh, people can be, you know, blackmailed even without contact coming that's true certainly but if you were in your room or with your other secret service people actually planning out things or doing whatever but, you were supposed to but be they doing were wink the, wink that's what the, the story story will be well i have to say john well, you've sir. you've made the best uh case yeah, thus far agree. of anyone who's called with uh, any level of outrage at this you're not coming at it from a moralist standpoint you're you're saying these guys should never have even left their hotel room they should never have even been in a bar uh where they could possibly have come in contact with the uh, the natives because what you're saying is that's a security security threat, a security violation. I think you made the best uh, argument. Thanks for the call. Appreciate hearing from you. 855-450-FREE. The SACL CAI (laughs) toll-free line. You can bring up whatever's on your mind here. We can go to, uh, let's see, Craig is listening in Charleston, South Carolina, WSCFM. Hello, Craig. Hey, how are y'all doing? What's on your mind, Craig? Okay, um, here's just a, a couple of points about it. The first one is I'm not going to sit here and believe that these guys went out and got the prostitutes and brought them to a separate hotel that they paid for themselves. I agree. They probably brought them to the room with the secrets. Where a lot of this outrage is coming from is in the midst of all this government spending and the GSA, all this stuff going on. Yep. These guys, now first of all, let me say this. There has been more positive things that have come out of the Secret Service and FBI and all of our great government servants. To I don't think they're great at all. 
But anyway, and, go ahead. And, <laughs> I don't feel served. So this, this little group that did this, they brought them back to hotel rooms paid by the taxpayers here well, at home. But they were going to be paid for by the, they were already paid for by the taxpayer. If they sat in the hotel and wanked it, or if they had uh, brought a uh, prostitute <laughs> in, or if they watched. Uh, what if they had sex with each other? Right. If they watched Mexican but TV, the, the, it doesn't matter. Now, while I was holding, I went to the Secret Service, the, the website, and it says plainly on there that they are going to be held, holding each person to the highest standards of personal and professional integrity. Now, and it's their core values of um, duty, courage, honesty, and loyalty. Now, sometimes when we make a decision to go into a line of work that we know we are going to be held in the public eye to a higher standard, for them to go do something like this, I would imagine the president would be pretty pissed because this is not going to be good right around election time to have any kind of thing, anything going on like this. It's made the United, so, know, the United States. So, wait a second. This is the culture eyes, so of the Secret Service. This is what we've read. For this years is the, cul- the culture years. of the Secret Service. What do you recommend? Fire all the Secret Service agents and create a new, more pristine order of paladins to protect the. Because it works with priests really well. Because, I mean, I'm, I'm oh, sorry. Yeah. In order to, to neuter these gentlemen, you're going to have to pay significantly more than the, the already exorbitant costs of uh, each Secret Service agent. I mean, if I've got to go without sex, not only do I want the Secret Service agents pay, but I want the priests pay on top of it. <laughs> well, you know, I'm no more outraged by this than I was when Bill Clinton got blown in the Oval Office. I mean, this is the same type of stuff. Meaning you're not I that mean, outraged, or you are as outraged? I, oh, I'm, I'm pretty outraged about it. Do you think Bill Clinton was the first president to uh, be fellated in the Oval <laughs> Office? <laughs> Listen, it's, oh. it's, it's just a bad but wait, that's a serious question. No, it's a serious question. In the present time. I'll tell you that I, I believe James Madison. I believe that Dolly Madison filleted James Madison in the Oval Office. I think that this has been going on and on. So, um, my which, question Which of you, them wouldn't have done that? Right, which president so wouldn't have? You're, so, you're making the argument yourself that the United States needs to get back on the more moral standard no i'm not for, the, for us to be back on top in the world I, what I, i'm of the if, opinion if no I, i'm of where, well, where did you get the so idea that we were making that argument <laughs> well i think i think we're it. making it pretty clear that it doesn't matter who's getting you know bj's from who and where i mean who cares what should well, matter to people because, is who's killing well, people and who's murdering people around at, the world look at me as a taxpayer in these times in the united states i go out i work for a living I pay my taxes. I do all that. Some of those taxes go to protect the president. The president goes down to Columbia. Before he gets down there, the Secret Service agents are taking, and and the last caller made a great point about the blackmail and everything, and we think that that stuff does not happen. It does, and it will. But it can happen to anyone. Hey, Craig, why don't you just not pay taxes? That would be fantastic. Well, why don't you do it? Man up. Man man up. Oh, so you're afraid. That's what it is. You're afraid of them. I get you. I'm afraid. Yeah, most people are afraid. Thanks for the call, Craig. Appreciate it. Hour number three is on the way here, 855-450-FREE. Hey, so if, we're trying to control the gang that we're afraid of. Right. This, this, or, if, this order of, uh, of, of organized criminals, and we're trying to control them. 855-450-FREE. That's the SACL CAI toll-free line. Yeah, they're going to do what they want. It's Why did you move to the Shire? 
I moved here to the Shire because there's other people around who take liberty just as seriously as I do. I moved to the Shire because I saw videos of people challenging authority and thought that I could get support myself. It called to me, like, do this right now. I wanted to be around people like me who got it. And once I got here, I knew there was nowhere else that I wanted to be. Immigrating to the Shire was easy. I was instantly plugged into a community of individuals who also care about peace, liberty, and justice and are willing to do something about it. The people here are awesome, loving, and positive. It was for the adventure and for the feeling of something important is happening here. And I just wanted to come to sort of be part of that. Visit ShireSociety.com to read and sign the Shire Society Declaration and learn the reasons why, if you love liberty, you should immigrate to the Shire. Plus, add yourself to the Shire map at ShireSociety.com. That's ShireSociety.com. You may take control of the airwaves here, toll free at 855-450-FREE. That number brought to you by SACL CAI. It's 1-855-450-3733. You can join us on our website over at freetalklive.com. You are invited to take control of the airwaves on the air and also online. You can control the content. You can submit different items that you find online to the website. And then others can vote as to whether or not they like or dislike your suggestion. The most liked, making it to the front page in the top of the site over at freetalklive.com. So head over there, get interactive. For those of you just tuning in, we have been hearing a variety of opinions tonight on the Secret Service members and how they have been uh, caught with their pants down, so to speak. They've been busted for doing something that, according to certain uh, anonymous White House aides, has been a culture in the Secret Service for a long time. According to the news piece over at The Telegraph from the UK, this has been going on for years and years, and uh, that there's a culture. They say what happens on the road stays on the road. That was a phrase commonly used by the Secret Service agents, they say, long before Vegas started using it. I've got to say that I think that it's probably a culture of this kind of behavior in every business where it's male-dominated and they they are away from home. That The zip code rule gets uh, gets applied. I don't think it's a great thing, but I think it's a reality. So we're, we've heard from everybody who is kind of taking my positions like, what's the big deal? You know, th- these guys are, are who they are. We've got hor- a bunch of people that disagree. They're horny dogs. They're going to go out. They're going to have sex. They're going to drink. That's just what they're doing. And as long as the as long as it's they're off duty at the time, what's the big deal? But others have said that there's some sort of moral problem with uh, with their their behavior. And then still others have said that this is a security breach. The idea that even they going out to drink is a problem. So the the whole concept of even contacting anyone, according to one guy that called last hour, who I think made the most consistent case, is that the uh, they should just be sequestered if they're not out on their route protecting you know the man called president. That they should be sequestered to a hotel room where they can't contact anybody from Colombia, or at least not very much. I mean, maybe uh, he probably wouldn't have as much problem with them say going out and seeing the sights during the day. It's the it's the night. Well, he said they have to have it approved in advance. Any contact approved in advance? No, I think he said that you had to report any contact that you made. Uh, well, that too, but you also have to you know, right. let them know what your intentions are, I guess. That's what I thought he said. Well, yeah, we'll but there's a lot of paperwork out there that doesn't get filled out in sure. the world. And, of course, we pointed out that this article, uh, this, all of this so-called shock and outrage, isn't over the fact that they're out drinking at night. 
which is just kind of mentioned matter of fact in this audio. They were out there drinking. That's where they met the the, the whores. To, to me, uh, this is where it all starts, you know? Yeah. I mean, the, the, some of the worst decisions I've made, I've made while under the, the influence of alcohol. Right. So why don't people have a problem with that, too? 855-450-FREE. You're welcome to, of course, uh, bring up whatever's on your mind Give them some well. weed and some Cheetos and let them stay in the hotel room. Let's go to Ed, listening in Portland, uh, Portland, Maine, that is, to WGAN. Hello, Ed. Hello. Hey, what's on your mind? Hey, thanks for taking my call, guys. No problem. Go ahead. Hey, I'm a male, and I'm upset with uh, the way these Secret Service guys uh, acted out. All right. Why is my, that? What's the issue? Opinion, my opinion to that is is uh, uh, when you take on certain jobs in society, uh, you have to act accordingly and have to have certain morals and you're, and you're held to a higher standard. And I feel uh, that uh, they didn't that higher standard and what, what was immoral about their behavior Le- leaving aside that the one guy may perhaps have committed adultery but we don't know that because we don't know what kind of an agreement he had with his wife let's leave that aside what was immoral about their behavior okay what was immoral about their behavior yes, sir. i'd like to take it back a little bit here and just say that you have to act accordingly uh when you take on a secret service position i think that you're held to a higher standard and if you have any bad morals, uh, they need to be put on the side, on the back burner, and you just need to uh, kind of behave yourself. And so tell your me job. specifically, what was immoral uh, that they did? You, you keep saying they're doing things that are immoral. I'm just curious. What, what, curious, what, what was immoral? What was immoral that they did? Yeah. By going out and fraternizing with these women and drinking and not paying attention to their duties that they needed to do on the job. Well, if they're out, if they're off duty, let's uh, let's presume they're off duty. No one in, has ever al- alleged that I've seen yet in the coverage that they were on duty at the time. So they weren't shirking their duties. They're off duty. So it was immoral. You're you're saying just for them simply to go drinking and then to uh, meet prostitutes. Well, I'm saying is I've held jobs in my past that even when I was off duty, off the clock. I still had to act accordingly. Would it have and, been immoral if uh, their duties had nothing to do with it? If if it was not some sort of prohibition, if there was no rule against uh, going and being with prostitutes, would it be immoral at that point? Absolutely. I don't feel it would be immoral at that point. Okay, so you're saying it's not the fact that they went to a prostitute that was immoral. It was the fact that you believe that it was prohibited by the rules of, uh, of agreement for working at that job. Absolutely. Got it. I wonder if they. I wonder if it is. I wonder if the the agreement that they make is so thorough that they say in a country where prostitution is a country or state, because Nevada, of course, has, um, has prostitution is legal. Uh, where prostitution is legal, it is uh, conduct unbecoming of a secret service agent to enlist the services of legal prostitutes. Well, how could that be, Mark? I mean, if that's the case, then why would there be a culture of this? Oh, well, I'm certain I, because because th- wouldn't th- they take it more seriously if it was in the agreement that they signed? I don't think they would. Okay. I mean, I just think that that's just one of those. I think it's one of those things. I mean, I think, You'd think they would be a little more ca- cautious about it. I mean, if, if it's in the agreement that you're not supposed to engage in prostitution or break any uh, of America's laws around the world, then uh, you'd think they'd be a little more cautious and, you know, not post pictures to the Facebook page. It would be unwise. Anyway, thanks for the call, Ed. I appreciate your thoughts uh, tonight. 855-450-FREE. We continue here, and we'll go to Chuck, listening in Madison, Wisconsin, to the mic, 92.1 WXXM. Hi. Can you hear me? Yes, sir. Go ahead with your thoughts. Yes, sir. Number one, 
officers of any division, whether it is police, fire, or secret service, are on call 24-7. There is no off-duty. They are required to carry their weapons if they are an enforcement officer whenever they're on the street. They're also required at home to have a service weapon available in case they have the ability to forestall any sort of criminal activity in their neighborhood. These Secret Service agents, when they're tasked with the job of protecting the president or whoever, they are on call 24-7. So what you're there saying is no there's no duty. fun allowed. If there, There's no off-duty? No, 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 no. No, I didn't say that. What I'm saying is they're on duty 24-7. You had a caller. Well, well when do they get to go to the bar? To a cop. You had a caller make reference to a cop. He said it was unfair that an officer would be on duty 24-7 or available. They are on call 24-7. They may be off-duty, but if the president arrived early, they would get a beat, and they're immediately in duty mode by the beep on the beeper. So you're saying no drinking? So no drinking. So you're saying no drinking? No, no, no. If they are on call, they have to be um, appropriate. I will use that term. I'll give you an example. I drive big truck. When I drive big truck... I cannot drink while I'm on duty. Sure. And if I go off duty and I have a drink, I cannot take the wheel of that truck until it has been six hours minimum from the time of the last drink. Right. Because I am dangerous. So I have to Obviously. But I just, I guess it's not clear what. what, uh, you know, I'm not clear okay, on what you're saying, problem, Chuck. Let me see if my, I can recount what you're saying my, here, so I can understand. Let me clear this. Well, let, let me let me recap this, what you've said, so you can see if I understood you correctly. You're saying you believe yeah. the Secret Service agents are not necessarily on duty, but they're on call. So therefore, Correct. they could get a call in the middle of the night. And Correct. so, but at the same time, you also said it's okay if they drink, right? So that means that they, in theory, could get a call uh, while drunk. Appropriately, with diligence, based on the type of call they are on. Now, my huh? problem with the prostitutes. I'll tell you what, you can hang on here. About, one moment, Chuck, we'll bring you back. 855 453 SACL CAI toll free line. You can take control of the airways. If I am drunk and, and I get the call as a Secret Service agent, I shouldn't go on that call. I'm drunk. Hi, I'm Mark Craighead, founder of Crossbreed Holsters. Are you looking for a concealed carry holster? Crossbreed Holsters is the home of the world-famous Super Tuck, the most comfortable concealed carry holster on the market today. Try one out and see how truly discreet and comfortable carrying concealed can be. And find out why we call it the ugliest holster you'll ever love. We are the standard others try to imitate. Get the original. Get your Super Tuck at CrossbreedHolsters.com. Again, that's CrossbreedHolsters.com. This is Free Talk Live, live Saturday edition here with you tonight. It's Ian and Mark inviting you to our website, freetalklive.com. We are so pleased that it is back online. Thanks to our excellent technical team for um, 
rescuing this thing. It was an absolute nightmare of the last uh, 28 hours. But it's back. You can go to freetalklive.com. You can enjoy the variety of features that we have waiting for you there, including listening options. We've got broadband, midband, and narrowband streams that are available around the clock, 24-7. The latest episode of Free Talk Live is there for you. Plus, Free Talk Live airs on over 100 great radio stations on AM and FM across the country. You can get a list of all of those stations over at listen.freetalklive.com. In addition, information about our satellite listening choices, including XM Satellite Radio, where we're on two channels, our free-to-air KU band channel, the webcam, and the listen lines that allow you to call from any phone that can dial long distance. Head over to listen.freetalklive.com to learn more. If you're looking for camping, hunting, survival, or shooting gear, ManVentureOutpost.com has got what you need. They've got the name brands, and they have them at the best prices you're going to be able to find at any of the online retailers. Uh, This is the one thing that ManVentureOutpost truly excels at, bringing the best prices to you um, and the best name brands. It's ManVentureOutpost.com. They carry knives and ammunition, scopes, binoculars, laser sights, tactical flashlights, fish finders, boating equipment, everything the outdoor enthusiast needs. They're family-owned, members in good standing, the Better Business Bureau. And you can get an additional 5% off with coupon code FTL. That'll pay for shipping, at least. It's manventureoutpost.com, coupon code FTL. All right, we continue with Chuck listening in Madison to WXXM, the Mike 92.1. Uh, Chuck, you're back on Free Talk Live. We're talking about the Secret Service, and, and what confuses me about what you said is that you think they're, uh, they're on call at all times, but on the other hand, you don't seem to have a problem with them going ahead and drinking at a bar. So how can they be on call at all times if when they get the call, they might be drunk? Hello. Hey, Chuck, can you hear me? You got to turn down your radio, Chuck. You can't when you're doing talk radio. You can't listen on uh, the air because there's usually a delay involved between when we're actually producing the show and when it finally gets to your ears. Hello? Which is why you keep saying yeah. hello. Yeah, you... yeah. Why you forget? You turn down your radio, Chuck. All right. Yeah. Yep. Um, you can't figure that part out. I got to let you go. All right. So eight five five four fifty free. <laughs> Just so everyone knows, when you call talk radio, you're supposed to turn the radio down in the background, and I can't explain it multiple times for you. You hate Sorry. that. I mean, I'm we, telling you. It, you can't have a conversation. He's eight seconds behind us. <laughs> All right. So let's continue here, and we'll go to Jerry listening to WRNN in Myrtle Beach. Jerry, is your radio turned down? My radio is turned down. Excellent, Jerry. Go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah, I, I like you guys. So you are just anti-everything. I think it's great. I am pro-freedom, not anti-everything. <laughs> well, well, me too. I'm, yeah, I'm pro-freedom. So. Anyway, anyway, on these Secret Service guys, you know, I always kind of wonder about these fellows. You know, they, they say they'll, they'll take a bullet for El Presidente. You know, in other words, uh, make themselves a human body shield. Mm-hmm. I don't want to tell you, to me, that just doesn't really show a whole lot of intelligence there. Uh, <laughs> But one of them got caught. Well, I don't know. It, it probably does show a lot of intelligence, considering not one of them has taken. Uh, I mean, has one of them died yet? Brady died uh, during the shootout with with Reagan. Um, that situation, but I don't Brady know. Brady died. Uh, the Brady. I don't know. Brady got it really bad. I don't think he well, died. Got, you talk about the Brady law that they came out. Of. He, he he's still alive. The chances of uh, of one of, of a Secret Service agent actually having to catch a bullet are extraordinarily low, but the chances of them collecting a sweet sweet government paycheck and then a pension twenty mm. uh, after twenty years of service is very very high. So I don't know that they're that dumb. Well, I've always heard that they will step in front of the president and take a bullet for the president. Oh, I'm sure that I, I I bet most of them would. I don't need a job that bad. <laughs> <laughs> 
Very anyway, good, Jerry. This is my opinion. Thanks uh, for the call, man. Appreciate hearing from you, Jerry. Thank you. Eight five five four fifty free. We continue here. If and- it was my job to be sacked, sacrificed on an altar um, in case of a, an alien attack by uh, green Martians with three eyes. But I got paid a hundred thousand dollars a year to be that sacrificial. That's a pretty sweet job. Uh, the, the potential sacrifice. I mean, you know, so far every year, so far I've made it. Yeah, let's go to uh, Tim. Now you don't have to necessarily talk about the uh, Secret Service. You are on Free Talk Live, Tim, listening to WILM in Wilmington, Delaware. Hey there. How are you? What's on your mind tonight, Tim? Uh, a couple things. I just want to one take a little bit umbrage with the uh, comment you made about the. Uh, uh, the murder of the chief of police there in Greenland, New Hampshire. What uh, comment is that? I think it was kind of a, I think it was kind of a cheap shot. Okay, can you recap it for me? Uh, one of you had made a mention that you know we're, somebody up there was talking about how it's uh, unfortunate he died, but yet if he wasn't trying to get in somebody else's house and money out of the business, uh, he wouldn't have got shot. I, yeah, I said if he, and, if, if he if he had to try to go in somebody else's ha- um, house, that he wouldn't have been shot. He seems he'd, like he'd a true statement. Today. That seems like a true statement to me. Well, here's the thing, though. Um, you know, under the Fourth Amendment of the Constitution, you are, you know, free from unlawful search and seizure of person your property. Sure. Unless it's a warrant unless. shall issue. Exactly. And that's, right. what, that's what happened that sure, day. But do you, do, do do you not issue. agree that most judges are just out here rubber stamping these warrants? No, I do not. Because I, quite, my background is this, I'm retired law enforcement. I've had warrants rejected. I've had. How many? No, how many of you had rejected calls. versus how many of you had approved? Hundred well, to one. Uh, I think I think I'm good at my job, or was good at my job. But I think you're minimizing what happened. But I, I think guys, that the war, I, I, would you not say that I the Fourth Amendment? Wait a second. Was, there have been forty thousand, forty thousand raids in America last year. How many of those raids weren't done for the war on drugs? Okay, this raid happened with five cops getting shot by two people who were heavily armed and dealing narcotics. So what's your point? Why they were dealing you uh, steroids. I wonder how many of their customers were cops. Actually, were any drugs found in the house? I haven't heard that uh, uh, yet. That I do not know. But yeah. what I'm saying it happens is, all the time. It, wasn't, it was not. Here's what my point is this, guys. It was not a no-knock warrant done at night with no, you know, okay. It was a no-knock warrant. Be, no, it was not a no-knock warrant. It, it was done at 6 o'clock in the evening. doesn't matter. Okay, it, it was, was a no-knock was warrant at 6 o'clock in the evening. Warrant. Read it. Read up on it, guys. Well, that's it what I saw guy. in the news, so I guess we'll have to agree to disagree on that. But it doesn't matter to me. You're skipping over the issue, which is the statement Mark made, which you supposedly disagreed with. If those cops had never gone in there in the first place and they'd let those people have their drugs, then those cops or that cop would still be alive and those other cops would never have been shot. Do you deny that? So then, what's your what's your uh, okay? So if we go, what is your? So you're saying all drugs are good? No, no. I didn't say that. <laughs> I think it's a bad idea to drink bleach. Your supposition is, if they weren't there to do a drug raid, this would not have happened. That's so right. If they were there to do say a different raid altogether. Say it was, uh, but that's not what they were there for. for. They're going into people's houses because of drugs, and the uh, the drugs are bad, but the war on drugs is significantly worse. My question to you is this. How many cops' lives do you want to sacrifice for this failed war on drugs when you can see evidence is rife in Portugal and, uh, and Amsterdam that if you legalize drugs, that drug use goes down? Again, guys, I'm just saying we can argument the philosophy all day long, but 
It kind of minimized the fact the poor guy got murdered four days before he was No, we didn't. Okay, let's talk about the murder. I'll talk about the you murder. You didn't ask. Well, let me, let me, I'll, I want to talk exactly about the murder. How many other people were murdered on the same day in the United States as this cop was, and none of them got parades? Why is it that it's always the government employees, specifically the government employees that wear uniforms that get the parades, when it's the American people that make this nation run and make it great? Well, I'll tell you why. Because nobody else, except for firemen, police officers, EMTs, will actually walk out there and put their lives down. Americans <laughs> put their lives down on the line all the time. Look at Flight 93. More coming up here. I'm going to stick with Tim in a moment. Free talk. Here on Free Talk Live, we've been pretty excited about the Bitcoin. It's a decentralized, free market digital currency. You can learn more about it at weusecoins.com. But if you already have some Bitcoins and you'd like to spend them, you can spend them at spendbitcoins.com. When you spend Bitcoins on Amazon via SpendBitcoins.com, Free Talk Live gets a cut. Or if you're an Australian trying to figure out how to buy Bitcoins, you can buy them with cash at au.spendbitcoins.com. Once again, that's SpendBitcoins.com. This is Free Talk Live. It is the live Saturday edition here. Maybe enough time to get you and your thoughts in. 855-450-FREE, the SACL's CAI toll-free line as we are in the, uh, the final half hour of the program. Uh, we'll do our best to get you on. But if you don't make it in tonight, no big deal. We do this thing seven nights per week. Mark hosts uh, the Sunday edition with Stephanie uh, tomorrow night. Plenty of true. time. Yeah, plenty of time for you to join the conversation. Then we do it every week, every night of the week from 7 to 10 p.m. Eastern time. And of course, uh, if we don't come on your local talk radio station every single one of those nights, give them a call. Talk to the program director uh, during the day on Monday and uh, tell him or her that you appreciate that they do air some free talk live and that you'd like to hear more of our show. And if your local talk station doesn't air any free talk live and you're listening online, then give them a call and ask them real nice like to add some. Again, once again, you can join us online over at freetalklive.com. Tim is uh, still on the line, formerly of law enforcement. He's upset uh, because he feels like we didn't give the uh, dead police chief from Greenland, New Hampshire, some level of respect uh, because, well, in my opinion, he doesn't deserve it. I mean, he was uh, he was raiding someone's house who, uh, you know, this guy may not have been a winner. This uh, alleged dealer of steroids. It looks fact, like he's got uh, drugs, guns, currency, drug, who doesn't have currency, drug paraphernalia, whatever that is. Well, the allegations Targets, were that he, ammunition and more. The allegations not- were that he was a violent person in some past instances. So this guy may not have been the biggest winner. But if all they were rating him for was over drugs, then I don't think they should have been there in the first place. If he was a wanted murderer and they wanted to raid his home or he had hostages, then I would feel bad for this police chief because then he would have actually died in the line of doing something worthwhile. But this police chief died for nothing. He died for enforcing the war on drugs, which is a totally futile thing to do. It will not do anything to take this man off the streets for selling uh, steroids. is isn't going to stop steroids from getting into the hands of the people. Steroids were sold in Greenland, New Hampshire today. Right. So uh, let's go back to Tim listening in uh, Wilmington, Delaware to WILMs. So, Tim, I would feel sorry for him if he were actually doing something to protect people uh, from violence by other people. But uh, someone using drugs is their own personal tragedy, and it's it's damaging enough on its own. We don't need to have the police uh, running into people's homes, putting holding people at gunpoint, shooting dogs, uh, terrorizing neighborhoods. And dying. That, yeah, and dying, because all of these cops could be alive today if it weren't for this insane war on drugs. And that's the part you just seem to keep glossing over. I'm not glossing over anything. The fact of the matter is, he died and loaded on five cops, killed one of them, so actually he proved 
that he, it was a danger to society, what? a danger to his community. I don't know that that's necessarily this, this, true. Wait, 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 let, me, let me finish. Don't, let me finish. You made a statement. Off. You can this, finish. This, but triggered, this was his trigger that caused him to shoot. What, 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 so what else would you trigger? Okay, so um, people, you're speculating. Shoot, wait a second. People do home invasions all the time dressed up as police officers. Um, as a matter of fact, I was in prison for eight years, and I can tell you that it was a matter of course that people would say things like they would claim to be the police in order to do robberies. Uh, they would, you know, th- that's how they did it. This was the plan. And so people many, pose. How many, drug ribs hap- how many drug ribs happen in Greenland, New Hampshire? Come on. What difference does it make? My question to you is, uh, no, 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 I'm no, no, telling you... You, 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 proposed that, you... You proposed that scenario. Let's be realistic. This How isn't, often does that happen in our community? I'm telling you that if somebody does a home invasion, the chances are very high that they're going to yell police as they walk in the door. Why? Because it's a term that confuses people. It's a term that strikes fear in the heart of every American. And people should have the right to defend their homes from uh, from home invaders. Right. If people come in your front door with guns abla- with guns pointed at you, you probably, as a homeowner, uh, you know, sh- I mean, it's yeah. it's not it's not a bad thing to shoot them. Yeah. So, so what, uh, Ralph, you guys, <laughs> are you are you libertarians or anarchists? I'm curious. Uh, I, I'm well, asking. How's you, that relevant? We're talking many... about defending your family from armed invaders, sir. Wouldn't you defend your family from armed well, invaders? Obviously, they show up in, in uniform with squad cars. And, How and hard is it? Look, him. when I was growing up, Come there's on. a there was a police officer store where you could go get this stuff. How hard is it to get a couple of vests? Okay. I mean, these people you, that do this do stuff. Think, do you think in a town of 3,500 people like Greenland that they don't know who the police officers really are and who the fake ones are? Oh, Come on. Absolutely, people don't know that. You're talking about an 18 year old kid my issue with you guys well my issue with you guys is this that that was kind of a cheap cheap shot of a guy okay he, i he said that he'd be alive today that's, that's not a, a shot sta- it's, it's not a, a true, shot that's he'd a true be statement. alive today the drug war is a waste of lives police officers and otherwise you should be ashamed tim you, sh- you should be ashamed for throwing people's lives away for something that doesn't do a damn thing for to make paycheck. anyone's lives better yeah all this is is it's absolutely futile and by the way you are absolutely incorrect about this warrant mark you actually have the warrant in front of you uh do you have that because i have it if page you don't. three we therefore command at any time of the day or night page three a circuit seventh circuit court dover without knocking and or announcing that's and slash or announcing police presence before entering to make immediate search of Cullen Moultrie. Here's so it was absolutely a no knock warrant. You were incorrect, and uh, you know I what? Okay, Tim. So how about you stand corrected on enforcing the war on drugs and stop advocating your brothers in blue keep getting killed for nothing? How about you stand corrected on that? How about saying this? I tell you this. Uh, there's probably some things that you and I are probably closer in accordance in agreement with about uh, that. Uh, but I just didn't think to minimize the guy's death was just in poor taste. Well, I said, I like maybe you weren't listening like when we originally show. had talked about it, Tim. We talked about like this in detail show. last like week, and I said, Tim, it was mentioned offhand tonight, but last week we talked about this in detail. I said this is tragic. No one in this case had to get shot. The The people who were in the house didn't have to get shot. The five cops didn't have to get shot. The chief didn't have to die. The, everyone could be alive today if it weren't for these cops going into people's homes with guns pointed at other people over chemicals over plants it's insane and it's a war on our friends and family and tim thanks for the call and the thoughts i appreciate it at 855-450-FREE if you want cops to to uh, live long happy lives end the war on drugs they'll be much more likely to make it through their 20 years and then retire alive afterwards the fourth amendment might recover too let's continue uh with you and your thoughts americans privacy
go to uh, David. Listening. I guess not the Fourth Amendment. What the Fourth Amendment stands for. David is back with uh, listening to us on uh, San Francisco and California. Go ahead, David. Yeah, how are you, Mark? Steven? Yeah, I, uh, regarding that last caller, uh, you know, he's certainly going to remember that call. And I, I would actually uh, urge him to think about divide and conquer. The uh, drug war has been a divide and conquer for the last, what is is it going on 50 years now? This, this mm. thing, they knew that it could not be won. As a matter of fact, the state of Missouri, uh, just in marijuana alone, the Department of, uh, it's not called Department of Natural Resources, but it's, it's apparently, or, or, excuse me, it's the, um, it's essentially the, uh, the, organ, uh, the agency that handles governmental property in Missouri. They refused to wipe out the marijuana fields in 1972 or whenever the uh, drug war started and because they, they saw it, it was a plant. It was a dang plant, and it, it just, the idea that the resources of Missouri were going to be used to wipe out a plant that was natural, and that, uh, you know, a great many ducks, uh, geese, uh, game birds, uh, all sorts of critters relied on that seed for food. It was a massive uh, uh, economic uh, uh, plant. Hemp was you know, cloth, paper. Which is one of the reasons why it was outlawed in the first place. And by the way, the uh, the war on marijuana or the war on uh, hemp goes all the way back to the 1930s. But yeah, the war on drugs right. is a little newer than that. Yeah, and as a matter of fact, I, I lived in St. Louis and uh, there was a, 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 a monograph, a, a PhD monograph that was written on the the financing of hemp and the, the economic stability of hemp. And I, I read it. it. It came out in 1982. And it talked about in 1776 on, uh, the, the hemp plant was basically about one-third of the American economy. One-third of the economy. You can grow it just about anywhere. Was, beg your pardon? You can grow it just about anywhere. <laughs> well, right. And it was burlap. It was, it was high-quality cloth. It was crappy cloth. It was good-quality paper. It was lousy paper. It was uh, oils. It was all sorts of different economic uh, uh, stability. And, and the idea that they outlawed one-third of the economy, it, you know, just right around the time of the, the Great Depression, explains how that depression happened. And the idea that that, you know, that previous caller is caught up in, in whether or not uh, the drug war is valid or not, it's divide and conquer. And he's oh. going to, you know, this is how it's done, though. I mean, about whether or not, uh, you know, you were rude to him or, or ignoble in some way. That's nonsense. It's divide and conquer. Right. And well, it's about the paychecks. That, I mean, if you're yeah, a government yeah. agent hey, and you get I that add money. One last thing? I hear the music coming up. You got to do it right. You got to do it now in like 10 seconds. So quick. Oh, OK. Well, basically, with the, uh, the Secret Service business in Columbia, they knew that prostitution was legal there. So they put those. We got to keep going. Thanks, David. There. We're coming up. You can listen to Free Talk Live on the radio via podcast, the webcam, and our live streams at freetalklive.com. Not enough options? Now you can listen to Free Talk Live from any phone, anywhere. Add this number to your phone, 760-569-7752. It's a long-distance call, so make sure you're familiar with your phone's calling plan. The Free Talk Live listen lines are airing the latest episode of Free Talk Live 24 hours a day, including our live shows. Call 760-569-7752. That's 760-569-7752. This is 
Free Talk Live. Not going to give you the numbers because the phones are loaded. And as I mentioned, if we don't get you in tonight, don't worry. Mark does it uh, Sunday evenings. We do this thing seven nights a week. And if you don't get it on your local station, you can always get it over at freetalklive.com. The website is back up. And I uh, also want to invite you over to the Porcupine Freedom Festival website, porkfest.com, P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T, as in porcupine. Uh, that is uh, the mascot of the Free State Project. And the idea of the Free State Project is to bring as many like-minded, liberty-oriented people all together to the same place in order to get active to achieve liberty in our lifetime. It's a big concept, and it's going to take a lot of people. We've already got over 1,000 people here in New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project. Over 11,000 people have pledged to make the move to New Hampshire as part of the Free State Project, and we want to reach 20,000. So we still have a ways to go in this whole thing, and the Porcupine Freedom Festival is your excuse to take some time off and come up to New Hampshire and enjoy the company of hundreds of other like-minded, liberty-oriented people all in the same uh, campground for a week, it's a lot of fun. As long as you're not a Secret Service agent, because then there's no fun allowed. Apparently not. Uh, so come on up. It's a great time, and you're going to enjoy the company of lots of other people. Other families will be there, other uh, couples and singles, and it's just a blast. So many different activities. So much going on. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T.com. Go and get registered. Uh, you can still get the early bird discount through the end of this month. So uh, get on board and lock in your campground, your campsite as well, because those are going to fill up fast. P-O-R-C-F-E-S-T dot com. Right back into you and your thoughts. James is listening to WTKG in Grand Rapids. James, you're on Free Talk Live. Hey, good evening, guys. How are you doing tonight? Well, what's on your mind tonight? Hey, I just wanted to talk about the Secret Service situation. You know, before I even knew exactly what this office was about or that position was about, the name itself intrigued me, Secret Service. It showed me right then and there. I just took it as being something that was high above any type of I guess, law enforcement that you could even think about it in your local or your city or state level. And so just thinking about that, the fact that they have a higher or a more sophisticated training and a higher calling, should I say, that right there holds them at a different standard, if you ask me. You know, and secondly, as I look at what took place, I was always told that there was like a rotating detail for the president, meaning that every Secret Service agent basically is not you know, there to protect the president at a particular time, but there are certain groups at certain times or certain periods to actually be on that detail. So I'm thinking that if these guys were part of that time of detail, then yes, they have a higher standard not to participate in certain things that could compromise national security. Now, the reason why I say compromise national security, because I think about it, look throughout history. There's two times and two different ways that information and security and morals can actually be compromised is through the actual acts of being involved with women at sexual levels and also during a time of intoxication. So oh, tell me then, let's, well. let's, I mean, I see where you're coming from. You're saying if the, this, these, these activities could be a security breach. Let's go actually to the, the, the exact situation we're dealing with with these Secret Service agents. It was two days prior to uh, Obama arriving at this location. So it was well in advance. And let's say, I'm just going to speculate here, let's just say the lower-level agents have no idea until the actual day of what the path for Obama is going to be, like where he's going to go. Maybe they're, they're given their assignments. i heard that they did, though. On that day. Let's just say they don't know. Uh, in that case, it's two days prior to. They don't know what the route is yet. Is it all right at that point for them to go out and drink and uh, have sex with prostitutes? I would say probably not. Let's go another hypothetical way. If there was something that in Colombia, some type of potion or a drug or whatever the case may be, that had a delayed effect for a couple of days. And so 
let's say, for example, it may not affect them in the night they were with the <laughs> prostitute or the night they were drinking. What? Hey, I believe it or not, you never know what our government and other governments are actually, you know, conjuring up with things we think we know about them. They really, really don't know about them. Well, yeah, but I mean, you're, so, you're saying that Secret Service agents shouldn't drink or uh, have sex with women that they don't know ever because there might be some drug out there that we've never heard of. I mean, no, sir. I'm saying that while they're on that rotating detail, I'm saying that when they're in that rotating detail where they're actually, for that period of time, whether it be one year, two years, three years, or four years, or whatever time period it is, I believe at that point, they should go through, a, they should hold themselves to a higher group of standards. What about the U.S. military, the more than dozen U.S. military uh, members that are caught up in this thing, too? Yeah, I mean, and, and I'm, looking at, I'm looking at that. I mean, that's like, for example, you think about our, um, our Navy SEALs. I mean, they're the elite, the elite of the elite. You know, they're sent to do things that, you know. Do you know, think Navy SEALs don't drink? Because I, know, I know Navy SEALs. They drink. They drink a lot. <laughs> James, yeah. thanks for the call, man. 855-450-FREE. They Let's really continue. do want to create paladins. Let's Absolute go to paladins. Andrew, listening, in X, uh, listening to XM on Extreme Talk. Hello, Andrew. You're in California. Hey, how's it going? What's on your mind, Andrew? Oh, well, I was just calling about that, the, you know, the warrant thing. You know, there's a... Uh, thing in Tucson here, I think it was about two years ago, uh, I just heard about it a while ago, and, you know, my details are a little fuzzy on it, but, you know, police did a raid on a on a suspected gun running house, Guy got out of the Marine Corps, working in the mines, they shot him dead, just trying to protect his family. Yep, and he's not the only... For, not they the found only, nothing at his house. Yeah, and he's, that's, he's not the only former military guy that's been uh, attacked they and shot by the cops. They also held the paramedics away from him for 20 minutes, so we don't know whether or not he could have been saved. They wouldn't let his wife go to him or anything like that. He just died in the yard, uh, you know, wishing to be able to see his family and get some medical attention. Andrew, thanks for the call, man. Got to move on here, get some other folks on here in the remaining moments as Dave joins us here listening to WNMT in Virginia. Virginia, Minnesota, just to confuse you further. Dave, you're uh, on Free Talk Live. Yeah, how's it going this evening, hey, guys? Dave, go ahead with your thoughts. Yeah, uh, I just wanted to make a comment about the uh, gentleman that was on earlier that said that uh, you had made a disrespectful comment about the officer that was shot and killed in New Hampshire. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I don't know where this guy's from, but uh, he's awful naive to believe that uh, all police officers out there are honest. No doubt. And uh, have the same opinion towards drugs as he does. I can tell you, uh, I, I'm from a law enforcement family. I've got two daughters, two son-in-laws, and three nephews that are full-time law enforcement right now. One works for a state capital. And... Uh, my brother, who used to be a sheriff's deputy, he's no longer with us. He was killed in the line of duty. But uh, and several state troopers. Uh, so you're saying that you've got a lot of experience um, with this, so you know that you know some of them are corrupt. Their entertainment used to be to go kick in doors on drug houses, sit there, steal all our money, sell our drugs, and then tell them, uh, you say anything to anybody, we'll come back and kill you and kill your family. Now, these were your family now, members who were stealing is, drugs? Who is this guy going to call? A cop? Right. Just to, it's, just to it's, clarify, uh, who, who is it? It's unfortunate that that officer was uh, killed up there in New Hampshire. But at the same time, like you say, it was uh, it was ridiculous for him to go kick somebody's door in for a uh, war on drugs, 
since uh, absolutely I believe and I've seen evidence that uh, our government brings drugs into this country. Dave, were you so saying it, that it was your family members that, uh, that that was some of your family members that were stealing drugs from drug dealers? Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yep, absolutely uh, believe it. I know this is the case. Deputy, while he was a sheriff's deputy. Thanks, Dave, for the call, man. I really appreciate hearing from you tonight. 855-450-FREE. Uh, that's the number, but you can't get in now, so I don't know why I'm giving it to you because it's old habit. Let's go to Stuart. But he's right. I mean, there's no shortage of these stories of corrupt cops, and there you have it. You know, somebody who claims to know one of them uh, doing these things. Where we come from, the sheriff uh, in Manatee County is well known as uh, as the big biggest drug dealer in town. Uh, I don't in know town. if it's true, but per- the, certainly... I've heard the, it from his family. The, the, the story or people who claim to be his family. Let's continue here. Stuart uh, is listening to XM Satellite Radio in Cape Coral, Florida. Stuart, you're on Free Talk Live. Yeah, hi, guys. I just wanted to tell you I agree with you about the personal liberty aspect of what was going on with the Secret Service agents. But I think that uh, one of the agents was accused of ripping off one of the uh, escorts or whatever she was, too. There was like a dispute in the amount of... Seven hundred or eight hundred dollars or something. I heard it's thirty-five. Yeah, that's whatever the amount is. That's not cool. If he if he agreed to pay something for a service rendered, then he should pay that. Right. There was eight hundred dollars that was agreed to, and he only offered to pay her thirty. And I think that's why they were kicked out of the country. Interesting. Thanks for clarifying that, Stuart. Anything else you want to share? That was it. Thanks for the call, man. Justin is on the line, listening in Charleston, South Carolina, to WSCFM. Justin, go ahead quickly. Uh, about the whole Secret Service military thing, uh, I'm in the military, and I know that any time we travel to foreign countries, even if prostitution is legal, uh, there is a standing order that you are not to utilize uh, any services of that kind, and that may be part of why they're in trouble on top of the not paying uh, is because it's part of what you signed that contract to do is to follow those orders. So is this so. Is, is this order one of those CYA kind of things? Because, I mean, you know, there was the employee handbook where I've worked, and then there's how we do things. So I'm not saying that all of us have not visited those things. <laughs> what about your commanding uh, officers? What I am saying, though, is that the United States government uh, has what they call trafficking and person uh, training. I wish we had time to get into it, Justin. You can call tomorrow and tell us more if you'd like. Thank you for the call tonight. We're out of time for this evening, but we do it seven nights a week. So join us in the meantime, between now and whenever our next show is tomorrow night, at freetalklive.com. Available now, four new songs from Raja Mojo. Raja Mojo. That's R-A-J-A-M-O-J-O. Raja Mojo. Call it democracy. Raja Mojo. Everybody knows the game is rigged. The poor stay poor, the rich stay rich. Four new songs from Raja Mojo. Buy them today at Amazon, iTunes, Napster, and at a discount at CDBaby.com.